Super Talk Mississippi media production. Sign up for a six-month bottled water contract for your home or office today and get your first five-gallon bottle free. Visit watertomydoor.com and use code DRINKITIN at checkout. This is Gerard Gibbert, and thank you for listening to Middays here on Super Talk Mississippi. Get ready, get ready to go beyond the headlines and join a meaningful conversation with people from around the state. You're listening to Middays with Gerard Gibbert here on Super Talk Mississippi. Morning and welcome, everyone. Super Talk Mississippi Middays. I'm your host, Gerard Gibbert. I'm coming at you live from the Mississippi Armed Forces Museum on Camp Shelby campus. My good friend Rhino back in the studio, guiding you through the middle of your day with facts, fodder, and fine music. It's going to be a fantastic today as we honor America's and Mississippi's uh, veterans. Veterans Day coming up uh, just in a couple of days on the 11th. But joining us now to kick the show off, Colonel Alan McDaniel. He's a member of the Mississippi Veterans Affairs Board. Good morning there, uh, Colonel. Thanks for coming on again. Good morning, Gerard. Good to see you. So, uh, first, this place is incredible, isn't it? Oh, this is absolutely amazing. Uh, not only is the, the Armed Forces Museum an amazing uh, amazing tribute to our, our service members, but Camp Shelby, I don't know if you've had an opportunity to go around and look. Uh, every time I come down here, and I've been coming down here now for almost 32 years, it is a completely different place every time I set foot on it. It's just, just I love to show it, and I love to show the Armed Forces Museum. So one of the things that I learned, and I'm digressing a little bit on, on my last uh, remote here, uh, but it was just a fascinating bit of information, is that when, when this place was at, at full capacity, full speed, That's right. it extended all the way down to the Gulf Coast. It did, and I, and I, it goes back and forth. You know, we have an agreement with the with the national the uh, the national forest, uh, and it. I don't think it quite goes all the way down there, but okay, it, at its north. height, it did go all the way to the Mississippi Gulf Coast. So it's it is a it's depending on who you talk to in, in the nation. We always make the claim that we're the largest National Guard training facility in the United States. Yeah, and it's incredible. All right, so uh, an incredibly packed schedule of events the next few days here, uh, kicking off uh, today, I believe with honoring the retirees from the National Guard. Tell us about that. Yeah, Gerard, that's, uh, you know, as I'm also the, uh, the executive director of the National Guard Association, and the retirees, that is something that I've, I've long had a passion for. Uh, on, our, on our website, uh, the ngams.org, we have a, we have a tab, and we and we do several things on the, for the retirees. We you know I don't know if you're aware of this, but across the state we have several groups that that meet, and those are listed on the website. And we think that's very important. That one, we maintain communication with our retirees to keep them up to date with what's what's going on because they're such great advocates yeah. for 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 our National Guard. And also too, we can you know you can learn a lot by speaking and, and sitting down with someone that's been there and done that. So there you know we we really advocate for the retirees to stay involved with the National Guard. So how many are being honored today? 
You know, we did not do an RSVP, but okay. it's, it's, it's the several hundreds that okay. will that will show up down here today. It's uh, it's what we do is is each year we have a retiree day here here at Camp Shelby, and we're actually also talking of expanding that to other parts of the state, just because we want to have the opportunity for the most retirees. If you live in Iuka, it's hard perhaps to get down here. So we're talking about some other places, but each year we put out for for them to come to Camp Shelby, both Army and Air, and so you'll have hundreds or you know even well over we've had over a thousand that that come down wow. here. So you wow. walk outside and you're going to see a large group of people. So what qualifies one to be considered a retiree? What uh, is there a length of time in service? How does that work? Well, it's uh, you know we put it out to everybody yeah. that has served in the Mississippi National uh, Guard, whether it's the Army or the Air. So there's really not a not a qualifier. However, for the most part, what you're going to get is individuals that have served at least 20 years okay. and actually retired. Okay. I mean that that's that's a name we put on there. But if we've we've had people that uh, that served their initial six year enlistment and got out, and they still want to come back and, and maintain a connection to yeah. the people they served with. So is there any particular uh, narrative or talking points in terms of, of recognizing uh, these retirees and thanking them for, for their service? What, what's the message there? Obviously, they, what they do is they, they, want to, they want to recognize them as a group and thank them for, for coming together in their service. But what retiree does uh, is, is two things. One is it allows them a central location and time to come back and, and one, see what's been expanded here at Camp Shelby and see what their, their friends are doing. Yeah. And, and then also too, this is this is the the adjutant general's time that he can give them kind of a comprehensive update on what's going on with the with the with the military today and what's going on with the Mississippi yeah. National Guard. Well, uh, they got. I assume their families will be accompanying them as well. Uh, yeah, you'll have several, them. several, yeah. several will have their with their, with their wives. Uh, you know, if their kids, a lot, a lot of these retirees are obviously uh, a, a little older, and so their their kids maybe have moved on, or, or their kids may be serving. Yeah. And so they'll have families, but for the most part, what you'll get is this is a time for for buddies to get together okay. and, and and get together and talk to each other. So so you'll you'll have a lot of people that that, that don't bring their spouses, uh, whether it's men or women, and and this is a time for them to get together and see somebody they may not have seen in a year or several years if they haven't been to this program previously. Well, a key aspect, and I know you've been in the military a long time, a key aspect, Colonel, for those who serve is that special bond that they develop by just being part of the same, something the same, the same experiences, the, the same challenges, the same obstacles they overcome. That's just part of creating a cohesive unit. All right. And, Gerald, that's, that's, that's a great way to put it. And then you, you really summed it up good because we, we have these retirees that, that come together and they want to stay in touch. As a matter of fact, uh, we want to encourage your retirees to tell us, hey, you tell us what's important to you. For instance, uh, Colonel Glenn Odom called me a few years ago, and he said, Alan, we've got a problem. Uh, these Some of the retirees that have passed away, they may not be on social media, or they have no way of knowing, and they'd like to reach out and either attend the funerals or at least call the families, call the you know the widows or the, or the widowers and, and tell them that they're, that they're sorry for the passing or at least do some type of recognition. So we actually have a have a have a place on on our website we do tributes called fallen heroes and it's really amazing how much traffic that has generated and 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 it's really awesome to see what that means to these retirees where they can they know they can go somewhere and they can see 
uh, when if if somebody's passed away and get some details as yeah. to going to their funerals, or at least just reaching out to their families and telling them, as opposed to having it be a few years where they found out yeah. about it. Yeah, I mean, it used to be it was on note cards in file cabinets at Veterans Affairs Board for the great to a great extent. It was, and, and you know, it's, it's the the Mississippi National Guard right now. We have approximately uh, twelve thousand five hundred that are serving. Wow! And so you think about the turnover and, and what kind of uh, what kind of percentage of the population is is a retiree, then, sure. or at least former member of the National Guard, and so it gets pretty expansive. Yeah. So that's that's difficult. And so having these retirees uh, engaged, whether it be Retiree Day or, or, or on the website looking at the retiree, uh, retiree section of the website or going to one of these lunches or breakfasts they have each month, uh, that's you know that's a way for them to stay connected and, and understand what's going on today. We've also got, uh, and a couple of guests will, will join us about this, but the 65th Infantry Division, a fascinating story about that and its connection to Mississippi and uh, Camp Shelby. Uh, yeah, and I, I don't want to spoil, spoil yeah, any, yeah. any of it's that, incredible, but it's, it's, it's an incredible story. And it's, it's certainly, uh, it, it would take longer than the segment I yeah. have here to, to yeah. go into detail on that one. But I think you're going to really, really enjoy, and, and the viewers will really, really enjoy hearing, hearing that story and hearing, hearing about that. Well, Colonel Prine uh, uh, took me through the exhibit. Did it? Uh, earlier, and it's just it's fascinating. In this uh, in this uh, museum, it's incredible, amazing. It's, uh, you can't say enough about it. And I, I'm so sorry that the first time I was here was when I did the remote in May, and after that was blown away. But the good news is, we received so many comments and so much feedback at Super Talk from people who said because of the remote we did here, they got in the car and they went and visited. Well, and, and, that's, they, and you got to. Oh, well, absolutely. And I tell you, one of the things that we that we do try to emphasize is. You know, we want school groups to come here. Yeah. I've, I've brought leaders of, of, of some of the schools down here to see that. But a lot of people don't realize that if you have got a, an ID, you can actually get on Camp Shelby and come to this museum. And, and that's that's important because even though, you know, obviously this is a National Guard training facility, uh, you know, this museum encompasses all armed forces right. and, you know whether you were army navy marines coast guard we've got exhibits from all the wars and we tell mississippi stories yeah it's a focus on mississippi it is it is and, and, and but the, the the big takeaway that i want from from that is is that if if you're uh, if you're never served in the military you can bring your family down here and you can see you can see a lot of mississippi history down well, here and it's free that's, yes, that's another it, great benefit. It, it is so well done, and uh, it, it, it's such a great tribute uh, to honor those who serve, but, but in particular to emphasize uh, those who were Mississippians that fought for our country and served in all the various wars through the years. It's, it's just incredible. It's, it's a chronology of that, if you will. you got to see it, and it's, it's world-class, the exhibits are. A- absolutely, and I, I will tell you, I, I'd be amiss if I didn't say that our, our legislature, we've been so thankful. Yeah. With the uh, with the support that they have they have given us uh, with the, with Armed Forces Museum, but again, and I realize that we're we're wrapping up here. Yeah. This is one of my favorite days of the year. Uh, I'll, I'll I try to go at least once a quarter to every retiree lunch or breakfast because, you know, we want to keep them involved and they are so yeah. important to Absolutely. to our to our National Guard and and, and, to, and to Mississippi and we just value that so much. So I encourage all the retirees that maybe have not gotten involved to get involved and it's it's really a blessing. Yeah, I really appreciate that, uh, Colonel. Thanks so much for coming on. Thanks for so much, of course, sir, for your service and in particular, uh, thanks to the service of, of those who are being honored with retirement, a well-deserved retirement here. Well, Gerard, again, thank you so much for coming down here and helping us place, place an emphasis on, on the on the importance of these individuals that have have given up everything pleasure. for us. We've got Charlie uh, Gaminhart, the 65th Division Reunion Coordinator, coming up next. Stay with us. Middays. We'll be right back. 
From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and cutting needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, mostly sunny conditions, high near 75. Tonight, mostly cloudy, low around 49. Increasing clouds for your Wednesday, high near 75. Wednesday evening, mostly cloudy, low around 60. And for your Veterans Day, a 70% chance of rain, high near 71. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha outboard dealer in Brandon. With just a few short weeks left before our lease expires, DNS Diamonds and Jewelry is offering 50 to 80% savings storewide. Diamond earrings, wedding bands, loose diamonds, it's all marked down 50 to 80%. This is a perfect time to do your Christmas shopping. DNS Diamonds and Jewelry accepts cash, verified check, credit cards, and 12 months interest free is available with approved credit. Save 50 to 80% now before our lease is up at DNS Diamonds and Jewelry. 144 Market Street, Flowood, in front of J.C. Penney. Hey, this is Jimmy Primos at the range in Gluckstadt. Hunting season is almost here, and to help you celebrate our favorite time of the year, we've just got in a huge selection of rifles and shotguns, as well as the ammo to go with them. Our gunsmithing department is offering fast turnaround on firearms that you meant to turn in long before now. The only problem I'm having is my wife, Jane. She got mad at me because I bought a new shotgun for dove season and hadn't said a word to me in two weeks. But, you know, the more I think about it, that's not such a bad thing after all. In the metro area, the houses talk. Hey, Jan, how's it going today? Hey, Barney. You're not sold yet? No, my shutters need replacing, my floors need unbuckling, my boudoirs need updating. Well, my person called Will White with the price, and Will White said the price was right. No updating, no nothing. I'm sold as of tomorrow. Call Will White. He buys houses. 601-401-4323. 601-401-4323. Or online at homebuyersms.com. Wives, do you have trouble getting your husbands to see a doctor? Tell them the doctor has a boat for sale. At Man Up MD, we understand most men don't have a doctor, but they should. Man Up MD is a men's clinic designed for men by men to handle manly issues. From day-to-day primary care to reclaiming your energy and vigor, Man Up MD can keep you healthy and feeling your best. Check us out at menshealthmississippi.com. That's menshealthms.com. At Fillmore Buick GMC, we strive to make buying your next vehicle easy and take care of you long after you drive off the lot. That means upfront and honest pricing, doing everything we can to make the time you spend in the dealership as short or as long as you need. It means we understand that purchasing a vehicle is more than just a transaction for you. We want you to enjoy the experience as much as we appreciate your business. Find your next Buick GMC or pre-owned vehicle at FillmoreBuickGMC.com. Fillmore Buick GMC. You drive everything we do. Jello here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. What? What? This is so awesome. On Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back, everyone. Thanks so much for joining us today. Middays with Gerard Gibber coming at you live from the Armed Forces Museum in the heart of Camp Shelby, down just south of Hattiesburg, uh, Mississippi. Joining us now, Mr. Charlie Geimenhart. 
He is the 65th Division Reunion Coordinator. We teased that a minute ago about the 65th Infantry Division, which uh, was trained here in advance of being shipped off to the south of France in World War II. A really unique story about that. But a reunion is planned. Uh, here at on the base, I believe, right? Uh, Mr. Gaimenhardt, thanks so much uh, Thank you. Uh, for joining us. And All right, so you're the coordinator of the reunion. Tell us what the what uh, what's planned and what that's going to look like. Well, uh, thank you for having us, and uh, we appreciate uh, all the hospitality that's been extended to us. Uh, as I was mentioning a moment ago, this is the 67th reunion for the association. Uh-huh. First reunion was in 1951. What we have planned, and uh, uh, a big shout-out to the city of Hattiesburg and VFW Post and everything, Veterans Day, uh, we're going to be participating in the uh, Veterans Day parade in downtown Hattiesburg at 10 o'clock. The six veterans, and these are all World War II gentlemen, uh, will be the grand marshals of the parade. Oh, wow. And uh, so they'll be leading the parade, and they're actually going to be riding in uh, – uh, vintage military vehicles. We have uh, a couple chapters, the Military Vehicles Association, Preservation Association, providing vehicles for them to ride in in the parade. Uh, the color guard will include uh, the ceremony colors of the 65th. And we have a sister uh, division, the 71st, that uh, paralleled the 65th through Germany. And they've joined us with our reunions the last few years to uh, – because their association is sure. is is begin to fade away a yeah. little bit, and so uh, them having having crossed marched across Germany almost side by side at a period of time, we've kind of joined forces with them, and we're their hosts. They're our guests at yeah. our reunion. They're going to be uh, we have one of their veterans going to be joining us. So yes, they're going to be leading the parade as the grand marshal, and the color guard will have the ceremonial covers. Following that, there'll be the uh, at 11 o'clock, the uh, traditional Hattiesburg uh, Veterans Day ceremonies at the Veterans Memorial Park. And then uh, we're actually being hosted, uh, providing lunch to all 125 of our attendees. Wow. We're going to have lunch at the Jackie Dole Community Center. and Then we'll come back here for begin some tours on Thursday. Okay. Friday, we're going to have uh, uh, continue to have some tours Friday afternoon here. A documentarian by the name of Karen Farba will be showing us some uh, footage from a documentary that he is in the process of producing uh, about the 65th uh, and their march through France, Germany, and Austria. Uh, He's been over there uh, two or three times filming. Uh, The documentary is not finished yet because uh, of COVID. He has not made his final trip. But he's going to be here... uh, showing the footage he has so far, explaining about the new documentary he's doing, and also filming uh, parts of the reunion to include in that future documentary. Oh, wow. Kane is an Emmy Award-winning documentarian. His first documentary uh, will be shown again on Saturday, uh, and um, it was premiered at the World War II Museum six years ago when we were there for a reunion. Yeah. Saturday is a big day. Saturday morning, we will start at the parade field uh, with uh, ceremonies. The 41st Army Band will be here providing musical support for the day. We will reenact the inactivation ceremony that was held 
on 31 August 1945 in Germany. We're going to reenact that ceremony and case our association's ceremonial colors because the actual division colors were cased on the 31st of 19, August 1945, and they remain cased in the U.S. Army archives, never to be uncased. Okay. Uh, but we're going to case the ceremonial colors. Uh, we have Colonel James Palmer, who's the son of a uh, 65th veteran, who will be um, speaking that day. Colonel Weaver will be joining us, base commander here. Following that, second half of the morning ceremonies, two of our veterans that are in attendance will be receiving the French Legion of Honor, which is the highest award the Republic of France gives to anyone, military or civilian. Um, that will be the second part of the ceremony. The French Council General for Council General for France for the Southeast United States will be traveling here to make that presentation. He's traveling from Atlanta. Wow. He'll be here Saturday morning to make that presentation. Wow. So. And so there, there are six. Did I hear you right? Six. Six veterans. Okay. The youngest being 95. The oldest is 101. <laughs> That's incredible. Traveling from Dallas, Texas. That's Arlington, so cool. Texas. How many were originally in the division? That's interesting. I think Jim could detail that a little bit okay. more. But a division is typically about 13,000 at that given okay. time. I think Jim would, would could share with you some information about sure. the issue of reinforcements that occurred here during '44, which is kind of an interesting part of that story. So, so and uh, um, are they? Is it is it fair to say, Charlie, that they're here because of the connection to Camp Shelby? Absolutely. For in preparation to go be shipped off. Camp Shelby is the home of the 65th. Okay. They were nowhere else in the United States. They shipped out from the railhead right here to Camp Shanks, New York, boarded the troop ships in the harbor in New York City, headed to France rather than England, which Jim, I think, will touch on in a few minutes. Uh, and But this is the only place they ever were. Art- some of the artillery was training at Fort Sills, but this is where they were activated on the 16th of August, 1944, 43, excuse me. They shipped out. The, starting the day after Christmas of 1944 and shipped out and went essentially straight into the line almost. Yeah. Uh, I, let me add one other thing. On Saturday afternoon, we're going to have a memorial service in the chapel next door, which is a World War II area chapel, only one left here. And we're going to have a, a, a memorial service with a, a last roll call. And then we're going to have a wreath-laying ceremony at our World War II, our 65th monument right outside here which the, was the first monument to a division or to a unit that was erected here and dedicated and that was in 1984 yeah and as you know there are, there are several of them now but sure we claim to be the first because we were yeah <laughs> awesome when these gentlemen get together uh and and though they're up there in age and god bless them and for their service as well what do they talk about well, you know, it's that's interesting. Um, uh, they, it, 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 oftentimes it's easier to draw information from them now than it once was. Yeah, and that's happened over the last twenty plus years. And uh, I think part of that occurred in the late nineties. Uh, Tom Brokaw wrote, wrote a great book yeah. called "The Greatest Generation," sure. and I think that tip 
the 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 interest on their part to say, yeah, maybe I can share my story, and they've begun to do that. And I think our I think our guys have, have are, are doing that are more comfortable with doing that. Hopefully, uh, Friday afternoon we're going to have a the six of them with Jim's help and another yeah. fellow and uh, uh, Sean here at the museum. We're going to have a panel discussion and hope we can get them to talk about their experiences and i assume they will see the exhibit here in the museum oh, yes. as well right oh yeah they yeah. will and that'll be the first time that except for myself yeah. that our folks will have seen this the, quote the new museum because we were here six years ago yeah. we had a kind of driving tour the museum was closed for for renovation to, to in my opinion although not the largest but it's comparable to any other military museum that you'll find in the country, in the world. It's yeah, we, comparable to. We it. agree. Do Do you expect that to stoke some emotions? The, Absolutely. How could it not? Um. Yeah, it will. Uh, since you mentioned that, my mom and dad met here. They got married here. I saw the picture. It's awesome. I wouldn't be here. My brother, Jimmy, who lives here in Hattiesburg, wouldn't be here. This is part of our history. Sure. Well, I I, I won't be present, but I, I can't wait for them to see it, and I can't wait to hear uh, their reaction. It's so important that we honor them. It's so important that we preserve what's in their heads because they lived it, and it's it's – such an important historical account for us all to take note of and never forget. May I? I don't want to leave without sure. saying two yes, things. Yes, sir. The people here have been unbelievably supportive for us for three years now because this has been postponed twice because of the pandemic. The people of Hattiesburg have been unbelievable supportive and, and excited to host us. The people, it's been unbelievable and i want to extend a welcome and invitation to everyone uh in hattiesburg to join us saturday morning absolutely right outside the museum at the parade field starting at nine thirty. it's what it's uh it's out of respect and it's their honor we appreciate you joining us we'll thank be right you, back on middays thank you The hunt is over for all your deer camp setup needs at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in Bolton since 1871. Get your food plot set up with mixes from Pennington, J&J, and Wax Company, along with ryegrass from Nelson and Marshall. And don't forget the wheat for those doves, along with fertilizer, spreaders, and sprayers. Feeders by Boss Buck Gravity and Moultrie, filled with rice bran original, peanut butter, persimmon, along with corn, mineral salt, as well as that Buck Robber game attractant. Game cameras, hunting license, wasp and bug sprays, and much, much more. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, your deer camp setup specialist. Downtown Bolton since 18. What if there was a paint that could awaken something as old as that Rip Van Winkle guy? Hey, what? Because it could adhere to the most weathered exteriors and completely restore its youth. Hey, there's hair on my head again. If a paint could give any time-worn surface stunning new life, is it still paint? Regal Select Exterior from Benjamin Moore. Paint like no other. Seabrook Paints in Jackson and Ridgeland. Visit SeabrookPaints.com. Hurry! Run! Get to the car! It's coming! Start the car! What are you waiting for? I knew I should have gone to Mazda of Jackson! 
rid of that creepy old car you've been driving around in and upgrade to a new vehicle during our model year clearance at Mazda of Jackson. All the 2021s must go, and we're giving you amazing savings on every last one of them. Get 0.9% financing for 36 months on all new Mazdas. That's 0.9% on every new Mazda in stock. This will save you thousands in finance charges. Plus, get your first year of oil changes on us with every new Mazda purchase. You can buy with confidence with a 20-year, 250,000-mile warranty from Mazda of Jackson. Is your credit history scary? Our credit team will work to get you approved no matter how many skeletons are in your closet. <laughs> Bring in your current vehicle and we'll give you the best possible price for it, no matter how creepy it is. So get to Mazda of Jackson today, where nobody walks away because everybody saves. I-55 French Road North in Jackson. Call 991-2222 today. MazdaofJackson.com. See dealer for details with approved credit on select models. Are you having sewer and drain problems? Call the experts, Roto-Rooter. Since 1934, Roto-Rooter Plumbing has been fixing small home disasters. Mention this ad for $25 off any service. Call Roto-Rooter, 601-353-3333. That's 601-353-3333. Call Roto-Rooter, that's the name. And a troubles down the drain. Roto-Rooter. If you or someone you know suffers from dizziness or imbalance, Physical of Jackson, spelled F-Y-Z-I-C-A-L, can help improve your balance and decrease your chances of falling. Susan Geiger and her team of specialized therapists are as unique as their name, providing a personalized approach to therapy and cutting-edge equipment. Physical, F-Y-Z-I-C-A-L, spelled different because we are different. Call today for your appointment, 601-487-2260. I'm Andy Davis, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Medical marijuana supporters have expressed frustration with the governor, who has yet to call a special session on the issue. Governor Reeves detailed his concerns during an interview with Paul Gallo on Super Talk Mississippi. The bill as it currently exists lends itself much more to recreational than to medical. Does that concern you? Significantly. It's the reason we have not had a special session yet, Paul. And the House of Representatives voted to pass a $1.2 trillion infrastructure bill Friday, and it couldn't have happened without the support of 13 Republicans. Economist and former Trump advisor Stephen Moore calls it a betrayal. It's offered green energy projects and all of these special pork projects that Biden wanted. And I don't understand how any Republican could vote for it. But all the more reason we have to stop this. You know, now they want another $4 trillion for social welfare. He says this is getting to be very dangerous to our nation's economic health and financial future. I'm Andy Davis. The University of Mississippi School of Business is hosting its 20th annual Banking and Finance Symposium on November 12th at the Oxford Convention Center. Keynote speakers are Scott Anderson of Stiefel, KBW, Rebecca Romero-Rainey of ICBA, and Jill Castilla of Citizens Bank. A first-ever Women in Banking Breakfast will be held at 8 a.m. The symposium is open to all banking and finance professionals and banking students. Panels will discuss fintech and mergers and acquisitions. To register, go online at our alumni page or email Dr. Ken Syrie to get info. Mississippi has more eyes in our name than any other state. That just makes sense. We're not just a star on the flag. We're the state where people follow theirs. Whether you're cutting a new path or following the road less taken, the bank that actually gets you there is just a few exits down. With more accessible, flexible lenders, more product choices, and more cutting-edge digital banking. When you move to your own beat, nothing beats local. The Citizens Bank, in your corner, member FDIC. No matter where you go. 
Super Talk Mississippi is there. With FM signals all over the state, you can hear Super Talk Mississippi from the Delta to the Red Clay Hills of Meridian and from Oxford to Biloxi. And when you're out of the state, you can always get the latest Mississippi news and talk online at supertalk.fm and on your smart device with the Super Talk app. You're proud to call Mississippi home and we're proud to cover your state like no one else. Thanks for listening to Super Talk Mississippi. Morning, fans. It's time for Middays with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back, everyone. Middays with Gerard coming at you live from the Armed Forces Museum down at Camp Shelby. Joining us now, we've got Jim Hansen. He's the 65th Division Association historian. Uh, good morning there, Mr. Hansen. Thanks so much for joining us. It's been uh, really fascinating uh, seeing the 65th exhibit here at the Armed Forces Museum. And you were just sharing with me offline. You're not really a professional historian. You just took this upon yourself. And yep. and uh, you have, uh, I guess, uncovered and tracked and, and, and uh, documented lots of information about the 65th. Give us a little background. Well, uh, the history for the 65th Division, it's, it's a... It's rather unique in the, from the standpoint that they were their division. Its history was a short-lived one, yet, uh, but it was a very distinguished history. Um, they were activated at Camp Shelby uh, on the from what we understand, it'd be the same parade ground or parade field that uh, the division was activated in August sixteenth of nineteen forty-three, and. Uh, General Stanley Reinhardt, uh, it became known as the Battle Axe Division because of the halbert insignia on their shoulder patch. They trained continuously at Camp Shelby. Uh, and However, one of the unique things about the division is they were torn to piece, you know, torn to pieces several times. Uh, what, do you mean, what do you mean by that? Well, um, the Battle of the Bulge... And some of the other developments of you know the Ardennes offensive, yeah. they sprang that on us, and it was a big surprise. And we lost a lot of men over in the European theater. Mm-hmm. So they ended up pulling like upwards of twelve hundred officers, and up to as many as I've heard twelve thousand enlisted men out of the sixty fifth division before they even went over to Europe to plug you. the holes in, the, in yeah. the lines over there. And as a result, they had to pull in thousands of men that were had never trained with the 65th. So they, they, you know, they, were, they were really uh, up against it. Mm-hmm. Uh, as a matter of fact, my dad was in the... Uh, he was training at uh, Fort Sill, Oklahoma in artillery, and he uh, got sent here to uh, the 65th Division put into the 867th field artillery battalion and uh he learned he he learned you know how to he learned the ropes here at camp shelby mm-hmm. and uh but uh they when the soldiers left uh camp shelby uh they headed to camp shanks new york and there they boarded 
troop transports for the overseas trip. Mm-hmm. And uh, the the division, once they got over there, they they had to uh, set up their own uh, camp. It was Camp Lucky Strike where they landed. They were the first division, that, as far as we know, that landed directly in France. And uh, the division, they had to set up their own facilities there because the engineer battalion that was there to assemble the camp got pulled away and put into to uh, supplement because of the uh, the problems that they had there with the uh, uh, and uh, th- when they they had very very meager uh, supplies mm-hmm. they struggled with that and uh, it, the cold uh, a lot of the men they lost a lot of the men due to frostbite and the elements that they you know succumbed to there uh, my dad he came close to having uh, frostbitten feet sure and they lost well 1250 men to non-battle casualties and um, just about wow. an equal number in battle casualties. Uh, but once they got there, they moved rapidly across Europe. They were known as uh, Patton Spearhead Division because a lot of the units were put in with uh, armored divisions to spearhead the move through Germany. And uh, after uh, the different battles that they had gone through, uh, they were inactivated in Wasserburg, Germany. And that was um, August 31st, 1945. So there, it was only a couple of years that they were in active service. And uh, when they they entered the fray quite late in the game, they only had 55 days of combat. But during that 55 days, they had established, you know, a pretty renowned record. They General Reinhardt, uh, well, actually, they, they liberated uh, Herzbrook Concentration Camp, so they do have their colors displayed hmm. at the uh, National uh, Holocaust Memorial Museum right. in Washington, in Washington. D.C. Mm-hmm. Um, they also provided humanitarian uh, services to Kirchum, Hyde, and the Matthausen Concentration Camps. And several displaced persons camps over in uh, Austria and Germany. They also had uh, one Medal of Honor winner, General or Medic uh, PFC Frederick C. Murphy of Weymouth, Massachusetts. He received posthumously the Medal of Honor for his uh, actions on March 18, 1945 on the Siegfried Line at Sarlauter in Germany. And then uh, General Reinhardt made some statements. One of them was, uh, he said, disregarding our drawbacks at the outset, he said, we went into action and outshone most, if not all, of the old reliables. He said, how did we do that? I have the answer. We did it by the superb quality of our men and the way they answered every call upon them. He said, yes, you have a right to be proud. And... uh, in World War II, they were the last division activated on August 16th, 
or first division at Camp Shelby and the last division inactivated on August 31st, 1945. They were the first division to disembark in France at La Havre, uh, January 21st, 1945. They were the spearhead division for General Patton's Third Army in Germany. They traveled further and faster than any other division in the European Theater of Operations, 583 miles in 55 days. Wow. They were the closest American troops to Berlin on Easter Sunday, 1945. In the march to Regensburg at Neumarkt, they formed the southern flank of the entire Third Army. They were the first Third Army unit to cross the Danube River near Regensburg, Germany. They were the first Army unit to capture an enemy naval fleet. Hmm. And that was 36 German vessels and 31 Hungarian vessels that surrendered in Linz, Austria, on the Danube River. They penetrated the furthest east of any American division in the in Europe. It was in, they met the Russians at Erlauf, Austria, 45 miles east of Linz and 55 miles west of Vienna. So we're uh, we're. Uh Kind of get short on time, but the, I want to know about the the right to be proud. I mean, that became the motto for the division, right? Yes, it what, did. What's the what's the history? What's the underlying meaning? Well, they 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 had some pretty tough going. All the troops that got replaced at the last minute, because most of those, a lot of those troops came in just weeks before the division was shipped overseas. Yeah. So they had never trained together in any great amount. They had never really done any divisional uh, maneuvers or any uh, other types of maneuvers as units. And they, they said that when they arrived at that port of embarkation in New York, a lot of the men couldn't even recognize their commanders by sight. They, they, I mean, they, they went into the fray relatively untrained. But like General uh, Reinhardt said, they had a right to be proud because their record showed that. Yeah. I'm just looking at the list of, of medals and the distinctions. Uh, it's incredible. It is. Is is that unusually high for one division like that? It seems, it seems well, like. And for such a short period of time, yeah. yeah. You know, the 691 medals, you know, the bronze star or bronze stars. And, that, you know, it's just absolutely incredible. And, the, and that short period of service, the commissioning, decommissioning, activate, deactivate, I guess, that's what kind of makes it unique, this particular division. Is it, that correct? It, it does. It does. They had a very, very short history. That's just uh, amazing. And and then coming together for a reunion, the, the I guess six survivors, right? Is it six survivors or the six that are scheduled? It, they're the six of them that we are, are going to attend. Okay. But we have oh, probably over 50 that we know of. That's incredible. Yeah, and most of them are in their 90s. Uh, if not, well, they're all in their 90s. Yeah, sure. It's incredible. And, uh, yeah. Well, we certainly appreciate uh, you coming on and sharing this history, Mr. Hansen. It, it's fascinating, and uh, God bless you, sir, for compiling this, and, and God bless those who've served in the 65th. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. Appreciate it. We'll take a break right here on Middays. We'll come right back. We've got Miss Mississippi Holly Brand coming up next. Stay with us.
Two Mississippi museums, the Museum of Mississippi History and the Mississippi Civil Rights Museum invites you to our Veterans Day ceremony. Wednesday, November the 10th at 10.30 a.m. to honor Mississippians who serve and who have served the United States Armed Forces. The program will take place on the Energy Mississippi Plaza located on North Street with free covered parking on North Jefferson Street. Join the two Mississippi museums, Museum of Mississippi History and the Mississippi Civil Rights Museum as we honor our veterans. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store. LS Tractor understands your passion for the land, and just like you, LS Tractor is committed to excellence and superior products. LS Tractor comes with a long list of standard features that are unmatched by other brands and backed with the LS commitment to provide exceptional customer service and satisfaction. You get a lot more for your money with the LS Tractor. Come to the Tractor Store in Richland to experience the LS difference. The Tractor Store in Richland. The Rogue has been serving families in Jackson for over five decades. As we return to life, return to work, church, football, etc., let the Rogue get the men in your life ready for all occasions. We have the latest in game day gear for Ole Miss, Mississippi State, and USM. Last-minute needs for a party? We have three on-site tailors to take care of any last-minute needs. Complimentary alterations and gift wrap with every purchase. Our employees have over 150 years of experience at the Rogue serving Mississippians. Research shows moving is one of life's most stressful events, but thanks to Two Men in a Truck Ridgeland, it doesn't have to be. We have everything you need, a professional team who will customize your move, a schedule to fit your convenience Monday through Saturday, and all of the necessary moving supplies, including free padding and stretch wrap to protect your belongings. Don't stress. Let Two Men in a Truck handle your home or business moving needs. Visit twomenandatruck.com for a free, no-obligation estimate. This is the opening agri-market report. The opening of the New York Cotton Exchange, December cotton was up 81 to 117.36. March cotton was up 90 to 114.19. The opening of the Chicago Board of Trade, January soybeans were up one and a half to 11.90 per bushel. March soybeans were up one and a quarter to 12.02 per bushel. December corn was down three quarters to 5.53 quarters per bushel. March corn was down a half to 5.60 and a half per bushel. At the Mercantile, December live cattle was down a nickel to 132.05. February live cattle was down 42 to 136.70. January feeders down 27 to 160.02. March feeders down 22 to 161.17. And at the open, the Dow Jones down 128 points, 36,303. I'm Dixon Williams, and this is Super Talk Mississippi Agri News Network. Hey, y'all. Let's take some pride and get it together for Mississippi. Many of our highways and roads are just covered in litter. Put trash in its proper place. And if you drive a truck, remember, trash blows. Be sure to secure your load. Please do your part to keep Mississippi beautiful. Learn more at keepmsbeautiful.org. That's keepmsbeautiful.org. Remember, always protect the road. Secure your load. The formula for success is a simple one. Put strong in, get strong out. That's why cotton growers looking to improve yield potential plant Delta Pine brand cotton, including varieties like DP 2012 B3XF, DP 2020 B3XF, and DP 2038 B3XF. Strong is a legacy all its own. Protect yours with strong cotton from Delta Pine. Always read and follow IRM where applicable. Green marketing and all other stewardship practices and pesticide label directions. 
Arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. Come on. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. All right, we are back on Super Talk Mississippi. Tuned into Middays. Gerard Gibbard is coming at you live from the Armed Forces Museum uh, in the heart of Camp Shelby. Joining us now on location is Miss Mississippi, Holly Brand. How you doing there, Holly? Thanks for coming in today. I'm great. Thank you for having me. All right, so you're going to be singing the national anthem again, right? Yes, I sang the national anthem earlier this morning, and okay. I have more um, Veterans Day events this week where I'll be singing it as well. Okay, awesome. Well, I I think I've I've heard you sing it twice, and you do a fantastic job well, every thank you. every every time. Thank we really you. appreciate, I appreciate that. that. And it's uh, always, of course, an honor to to be with you again and have you on the yeah. show. So, is, is this your first time to the Armed Forces Museum here? It is. I've never been to Camp Shelby before, so okay. this is a new destination okay. for me. So, it's been really exciting to be here and see this in person. It's incredible, isn't it? it it really is. It's beautiful, honestly. Right. I've enjoyed my time so far. So when you're out representing Mississippi, being the great ambassador that you are, you've got to mention this place because it's really something. I will. I'll mention it from yeah. now on. And certainly after you see it in person, it's like, wow, yes. this is really incredible. Absolutely. I was amazed just as I was driving up. And so being able to have my feet on the soil here, yeah, I'll definitely be telling people about it, spreading the word. <laughs> and and I, Exactly. So I think what impresses most of all is the deep connection of mm-hmm. Mississippi to the military, to the yes. armed forces, to those who have served our country Absolutely. Uh, from Mississippi. And that's really what this museum is all about. That's what it showcases, is those yes. that are Mississippians that came yeah. through. Absolutely. I'm excited. I get to have a tour of the museum today. Okay. So I'm very excited to, to see it and get to know a little bit more. Well, you'll enjoy that. I, I was honored to and privileged to have that uh, sort of personal guided tour last time I was here yeah. in May. What's uh, what what's on the schedule for you? I know it's busy, but you got the, the big pageant coming up, right? Yes. Miss America is a little less than a month away, and so I pretty much have everything ready to go, but putting on those last-minute touches on wardrobe and just you know doing a lot of mock interviews everywhere that I can, just getting everything as the best that I can possibly have it so I can present my best self to the sure. panelists at Miss America. But I leave December the 8th, and the finals are on December the 16th. So you getting excited? I am excited. You I'm a little to. nervous because, yeah. well, it's Miss America, yeah. but I think, you know, it's the 100th anniversary, and I love Mississippi. I'm so proud to, to call this state home. I've been born and raised here. Yeah. And so having the opportunity to represent our state and what's so amazing about it is just so exciting and an honor, especially at the 100th anniversary. So I'm looking forward to Miss America for sure. And uh, a lot of listeners may not know, there's a team behind you that makes all this possible. There's a lot of folks involved. Absolutely. So the Miss Mississippi board um, helps me a lot with prep, but we also have a designated prep team that prepares me for everything Miss America related. So I don't think I'd be able to do it without them. So I'm so grateful to have a supportive board and prep team who kind of is behind me and gets me ready for Miss America for sure. And Mississippi has a strong uh, a, a pageant 
uh, community and a rich pageant history as well. Yes, absolutely. We've had four Miss Mississippis who have taken home the Miss America crown, and um, I was the 63rd Miss Mississippi that was crowned in Vicksburg. So definitely a rich competition state for sure. Well, we're looking forward to you uh, to being the fifth oh. in Mississippi. Thank you. I appreciate that. Well, fingers crossed. Uh, well, I think you have a fantastic uh, chance. Uh, you, you. So you represent the state so well. Thank you. Uh, these folks that serve our country in the military, they are precious assets for Mississippi and for our country indeed. Yes, absolutely. My brother actually is a United States Marine. And so when I get to come to events like today yeah. and being able to see places like Camp Shelby and this museum, it just kind of reminds me that freedom isn't free. Right. And it reminds me of the sacrifices that our servicemen and women, just like my brother, make every single day for us to have the freedoms to have events like this, for me to be able to sit here and talk to you. So I'm super grateful for our servicemen and women, but especially our Mississippi servicemen and women. Uh, uh, Holly, do you think the young folks? Folks, the folks that are that are around your age, do, do you think they recognize that as well? How are we doing there? I mean, you're in you're in the you've got friends and so <laughs> forth, obviously in, in that age group. Do, do they recognize? That? Honestly, I don't think that they do, and I can I can say that because I used to be that person. Right. I didn't know a lot. I, mean, I knew about the military, but sure. I wasn't really aware of everything that went into that until my brother joined the Marine Corps, and I understood it completely. And so I think we just have to do a better job of connecting our youth. With with servicemen and women, people who have served before, just education and kind of having giving them the opportunity to have their eyes open, just like I did with my brother. Yeah, and uh, you know we encourage uh, all those across the state of Mississippi, and even those that are outside of Mississippi that are tuned in, that are in school, if it's teachers or students or parents and so forth, they really need to get a field trip organized as a group, uh, the Absolutely. young folks, and come through here because n- nothing. Uh, describes it better than seeing these exhibits and, and yes. reading some of the stories. It really does bring it home yes. and brings I agree. it into perspective. I agree. Field trip to Camp Shelby. <laughs> That's awesome. Miss Mississippi, Holly Brand has been our guest. We appreciate you joining us, Holly. Thanks Thank so you much. so much for having and me. And thanks for being part of these events as well. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank and you. good luck uh, in the pageant. Thank you. Miss America, that's what we want. <laughs> Bring it home for us. We'll be right back. We've got Super, Talks new, Super Talk News, Fox News coming up. And then after the break, we've got Colonel Mark Prine. Stay with us. We're down at the Armed Forces Museum, Camp Shelby. Super Talk Mississippi, middays will return. Listening to WFMN Flora Jackson, Super Talk Mississippi, powered by your tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. Online at baroniestreepros.com. Fox News, I'm Chris Foster. More than 125,000 new daily coronavirus cases in the U.S. is the most in a month. 1,207 more Americans died of COVID-19, according to the Johns Hopkins University count. Virus cases are surging in Vermont, where officials at St. Michael's College blame Halloween parties for an outbreak there. Germany's COVID infection rate has hit a new high as its vaccination campaign has slowed. Fox's Tanya J. Powers. 
Some traditional Thanksgiving food may be harder to find this year. Research firm IRI Data tells the Wall Street Journal as of late October, turkeys were about 60% out of stock. Cranberry sauce is 20% out of stock and is dwindling. Supplies of refrigerated pies appear to be declining, but frozen pies will be more in stock. And aluminum foil will be easier to find than last year. Fox's Jenny Casola. America's listening to Fox News. Due to a national blood shortage, Mississippi Blood Services is in critical need of donations to refill our supply. Summer travel is ahead and the need continues. Please help Mississippi Blood Services recover their supply of much-needed blood as we move into the summer months. Visit msblood.com or call 601-368-2673 to find a location near you to donate blood today. That's msblood.com. Miskelly Furniture, homegrown and locally owned since 1978. We're committed to this community where our team members live and our customers are neighbors. It's also where a lot of our furniture is made. We carry more brands made in our state than any other retailer in the southeast. Look for the Made in Mississippi tags throughout our store. You'll find quality products that support local Mississippi companies. At Muskelly's, we look forward to furnishing happiness for many years to come. I'm Andy Davis, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Mississippi is either challenging or will challenge three different vaccine mandates. Governor Tate Reeves explained that they're fighting the OSHA mandate for companies with over 100 employees, the defense contractor regulation, and the requirement that all health care workers get vaccinated. In one of the cases that we filed on Friday, the Fifth Circuit uh, issued an, a stay, uh, and, and we're very clear that the grave concerns that this particular order uh, put into effect from a constitutional standpoint meant that they had to immediately stay it. They did it over the weekend. They did it within 24 hours of Mississippi filing suit. And it wasn't your typical family outing. A father and his two sons in Vicksburg are in custody for a drive-by shooting. Michael David Ross, Michael David Ross Jr., and Devon Jalil Ross have been formally charged in each of their bonds over $100,000. Next, they'll face a grand jury in Warren County. I'm Andy Davis. Hello, this is Rosie the Skunk for Atmos Energy. You might think I make a bad smell. I mean, of course you do. Why wouldn't you? After all, I'm a skunk. But my stinky fragrance is nothing compared to the rotten egg smell of a gas leak because that could be dangerous. So if you think you smell a leak or encounter other signs such as hearing a hissing or blowing sound or seeing a vapor cloud, blowing dirt or bubbling water, do not smoke, talk on the phone, turn on or off equipment or vehicles, or do anything that could cause a spark. Leave the area immediately. Then call 911 and Atmos Energy. Atmos Energy will send a trained technician to investigate the situation. Take it from a skunk. Gas leaks just plain stink. Seriously, there's no gray area here. When dealing with gas leaks, it's black and white. Yep, that's a little skunk humor there. For more information, visit atmosenergy.com slash gas safety. 
A Dominican man has been sentenced to 293 months in federal prison. David Abro, a citizen of the Dominican Republic and resident of New York, was found guilty on two counts of conspiracy and attempted drug trafficking. Abro conspired with five others in the Dominican Republic, Pennsylvania, and New York to purchase 17 kilos of cocaine in Gulfport. And for the first time since 2014, Ole Miss will host ESPN's College Game Day this Saturday when the Rebs take on Texas A&M. The pregame broadcast from the Grove begins at 8 that morning. Kickoff set for 6. And the American Pickers are coming back to Mississippi. The History Channel will film several episodes as they travel through the state in February. So if you have a large private collection or accumulation of antiques, submit your name, phone number, location, and description of the collection with photos to American Pickers at Cineflix.com or call 855-OLD-RUST. For Super Talk Mississippi News, I'm Andy Davis. Here's an important message from Clyde DeChamp, EMS Board Representative to the Mississippi Healthcare Alliance. Mississippi has a serious paramedic shortage. Are you looking for a career change? Do you want to do something more meaningful? Paramedics literally hold people's lives in their hands on a daily basis. We're not talking about driving fast. We're talking about interpreting EKGs, administering medications that stabilize failing hearts, raise blood pressures, and relieve chest pain. We're talking about performing medical procedures that can literally make a difference between life and death. If you think you might be ready for a career change, it's time to join the ranks of Mississippi's healthcare heroes, making a difference on the front lines of emergency care. The Mississippi Healthcare Alliance urges you to visit mshealthcarealliance.org for a complete listing of community colleges that offer paramedic training. to Good Things with me, Rebecca Turner. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m., right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Get ready, get ready to go beyond the headlines and join a meaningful conversation with people from around the state. You're listening to Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Here on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back, everyone. Middays with Gerard coming at you live from the Armed Forces Museum in the heart of Camp Shelby, down just south of Hattiesburg, Mississippi. Joining us now, Colonel Mark Prine. Uh, good morning, Colonel. Thanks so much for joining us again. Great to be here. Good morning. Glad to have you back. Thanks. Welcome to Camp Shelby. It is uh, this, this facility, I, I can't say en- enough about it, and we need to say more about it because... In, in many respects, it's kind of a, a out of sight, out of mind, hidden treasure. But what an asset this is for the state of Mississippi. It really is. We are so excited to uh, be able to get back to some sort of normalcy here as we move away from COVID and looking at lots of uh groups coming back through and individuals coming down so we just encourage everybody as they're working their way south to plan on spend a couple of hours with us so we got uh, a busy schedule of events here uh at the base and in the museum and in the city of hattiesburg as well tell us about what's going on sure the 65th division that you've been talking to some of their uh representatives this morning uh, is here for their uh reunion uh they'll be participating in the hattiesburg veterans day parade uh veterans day ceremony and then there's a luncheon for them afterwards in hattiesburg on thursday 
Friday they'll be here on post uh, doing tours of the facilities where they trained here at Camp Shelby. There, believe it or not, still some of them here. Yeah. And then on Saturday they will be uh, casing their colors uh, in a ceremony on the parade field. The public is, of course, invited to attend. And then after they case colors, that we have the Council General from France will be here awarding two of the members uh, the Legions of Honor. What does that mean, casing the colors? Casing the colors. When a unit, uh, military unit goes away, their colors, their flag is put into a case, which symbolizes that it no longer exists or is no longer active. Okay. The 65th Division is kind of unique uh, overseas. Uh, they basically were dissolved. Uh, the casing the colors never really occurred for them. Their units, their members were distributed to other units across uh, the European theater. So they've never really officially gone away. So we're going to do that with four of their veterans here and with their children and grandchildren. Yeah. Um, who decides how a division is activated, inactivated, in this case, case in the colors, as you said, goes away? Who makes that decision? Those, those come out of the Joint Chiefs. Uh, as far as the, the service component commanders, uh, the Army Chief of Staff, they make those kind of decisions. Like we said, the 65th is kind of unique. They would just yeah. serve that... World yeah. War II bit, and then they were done. They were never reorganized anywhere. So is it, uh, and I didn't ask Mr. Hansen, the historian, about this. Do you think what happened there, Colonel, is that uh, just looking at the landscape of war at the time, they said, hey, we need another infantry division, and let's activate it and send them here to Camp Shelby to be trained, sent them off, and went and fought um, in Germany? Right. Yeah, that's exactly what they did. Is they needed to come up with some more divisions. There's a uh, uh, did a count last night. There are about nine divisions that trained in Mississippi for World War II that trained in Mississippi, did their service either in uh, the European theater or in the Pacific theater, and then went away. That's they incredible. never reconstituted again. That's incredible. So it's important for us as Mississippians to know that this camp, this facility, this base, Camp Shelby, played an incredibly important and critical role yeah. uh, in World War II and yeah. other uh, wars as well. Right, definitely. And, and you think about, for, especially for World War II, there were 22 military facilities in Mississippi during World War II. Wow. Everything from uh, ammunition plants uh, to Camp Van Dorn to Camp McCain, Camp Shelby, auxiliary airfields all over the place, uh, a Merchant Marine Academy that trained down on the Gulf Coast. So 22 activities uh, that all had uh, soldiers, sailors, and airmen passing through. That's incredible. And and the 65th being a, a, a division like that, uh, I mean, that's folks from all over the country. Yes. Yeah, yep. Something like yeah, that. Yeah, about 10,000 folks. Wow. And uh, all of which flowed through here all through flowed through here uh we kind of uh, our rail stop down here that's now part of a walking trail here on post that you can you can walk up to is uh we, we kind of figured there are over a million people in four years passed through that spot either coming in or going out yeah all right so we're also honoring uh retirees from the guard the mississippi guard as well tell us about that we are today is a retiree day for the national guard we invite all of our national guard retirees to come back and uh take a time to uh Visit Shelby, go through the museum, hear from our leadership, and uh, just a lot of times just get back in fellowship with folks. It's so yeah. good to see everybody. Yeah. Um, and, and many of them, i got to believe, uh, served together, served side by side, uh, went through uh, a lot of the same training, a lot of the same challenges yeah, it's and, great. As, they, as they work through. And you think about, you know, as we put units together for deployment, a lot of time you come home and you don't get to see those folks again on a really regular basis. So this is a great event. I just saw my chaplain from overseas. It's just great to see yeah, him. Yeah. All right. And then we got Veterans Day coming up we on uh, Thursday. We do. And it's going to be, like I said, a busy time for us as we do the Veterans Day program uh, with the city of Hattiesburg. city of Hattiesburg has been so gracious to help with all of this. The Top Enlisted Association, they're uh, 
veterans community, everybody. They've just jumped in and done a great job. When they heard about the 65th coming, they were just thrilled and excited to help. So Havenisburg uh, really has always felt this special bond and connection with the military, in particular with Camp Shelby, and, and in many ways through Camp Shelby. Right. I yeah. mean, the, given the proximity and the, the large number of uh, members of the armed forces that have been here in Hattiesburg. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's so funny. You find so many uh, examples of people who came to Shelby to train for World War II that married local girls. Yeah. And would wind up coming back here and settling same thing with the global war on terror for the time that Camp Shelby was over. A lot of people married locals, and so wound up staying in the area. So there's a very close tie with us in Hattiesburg, Southern Miss, William Carey. All, all of them have always been great supporters. Yeah, that's incredible. Well, and, and uh, Mr. Gemeinhart actually talked about that with the photo that you showed me earlier today of his parents mm-hmm. that met a local girl. Right? A local girl, yes, sir, yeah. from Perry County. It's just incredible. Perry County, just a couple of counties over here. So, uh, all right. Sorry, what else do we have going on? Throughout the weekend, we've got activities, too, right? We do. We have all of their uh, – they're going to be here uh, as a group on Friday doing some touring here on post. Uh, they're also going to be here uh, Saturday with the ceremony for the folding of their colors. And then uh, they'll do their normal uh, business session. They'll have a banquet as well. But uh, it's going to be exciting to have this many folks. Uh, they're looking at about 140 people for this event, yeah. which they say is one of the largest ones they've had. And I'm so excited that we're able to host them here at Camp Shelby. Yeah. They're using the facilities here. They're staying on post. So we're excited to have them. And uh, I'm quite certain many of them will tour uh, yes. the museum here. Yep. And you know what typically happens is when they, just like me, when they tour it, they see it, they're exposed to it, they're blown away, they go tell a bunch of people, and that's how we get more people in here. Exactly. And that's why we, we love having you guys here with us so that you help spread the word across Mississippi about coming in and visiting the museum. want to just throw in when we have a second here about we have a new program coming up to where you can purchase a commemorative brick to be placed on the grounds here of the Mississippi Armed Forces Museum. Museum. Uh, that'll be up on our website here uh, shortly, but you can also contact the museum about that as well. So if you'd like to purchase a brick or brick for someone, we would love to have you all be involved in that. Um, you'll have people from all over the country here for these uh, events, the ceremonies this week. Yes. Uh, I think we're guesstimating somewhere like 38 states. Incredible. So that's the thing about a drafty division. When they pull people together from all over the country, they literally pulled them from all over the country yeah. to bring them here. So. Yeah. Well, because they're all Americans. Yes. The bottom line is you're all yes, Americans sir. and you're called to serve and, and you do so and they, and they do it with dignity and honor and it's so cool having them come through Mississippi. What, what do you hear from those that are outside the state that maybe have likely have seen Mississippi for the first time? Uh, we get the... Uh, not strange is not a good word. Yeah. Uh, we get some interesting responses of people who pass through, have heard about the museum, or have had someone who trained here at Camp Shelby. My grandfather was here yeah. or something like And they'll pass through, and they are so surprised at what Camp Shelby is, what the museum is. They're always surprised about the hospitality. Yeah. I mean, how kind we are and how much we love having them visit here. You know, it's not unusual for us to have people come here who are the children or grandchildren of POWs that were here at Camp Shelby during World War II. They'll come through and look to see where their grandfather was. And it's I think it's accurate to state that Mississippi uh, respects uh, the members of the armed forces, active military, as well as veterans. Uh, there's no issue with that here. We, no. We're we're a, a military state to a, a great extent. We have a proud history, but more importantly, we have a lot of proud Americans in the state we of Mississippi do. who respect and honor those who serve. We certainly do, and it is it's so great. I'm, I'm looking so forward to the events uh, with the 65th because I, I'm I'm proud to, as a Mississippian to be able to show 
show them how much we appreciate their service. It's it's so touching. It's first the story is absolutely fascinating, it, and it's hard to believe that much time has passed since uh, they were plowing their way through uh, Europe. Uh, in an effort to, uh, to defeat the Nazis in, in German aggression. But it, it's, uh, it's fascinating, it's touching, but more importantly, these guys are all in their 90s. Uh, yes. I think one of them, 103 or right. something, is yep. going to be here. That, that, that's incredible. Incredible. And, and we're, we're losing them. They're, mm-hmm. they're getting up in age and uh, truly are the, the greatest generation, as Tom Brokaw described them in his now very famous and well-read uh, book, uh, read book. But we... we, we rely on more to continue to replenish the ranks of the military that have that same attitude that same commitment to country as well yes sir we do we do and it's uh it's great to to see the veterans who are here the ones who are coming this weekend and then also those people in uniform who are supporting these events they, they've just been a, a, a blessing well we thank them from the bottom of our hearts god bless them and thank you sir for your service and thank you for coming on today colonel good to see you thanks good to see you again you got it We're going to take a break right here on Middays. When we come back, we've got uh, Tommy Lofton. He's the museum director here at the Mississippi Armed Forces Museum. Stay with us. Middays with Gerard. We'll be right back. Hey, this is Bob, and if you're like me, you like dealing with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954 and are headquartered right in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks. Majestic Metals, 800-647-8540 or online at MajesticMetalsINC.com. Employers, are you looking for new employees, spending hours searching recruitment sites? For over 50 years, service specialists have been connecting hard to find qualified candidates for employers. Has COVID-19 changed your staffing needs? We have candidates for all of your clerical, administrative, manufacturing, and industrial needs. Call us at 601-898-1085. Service specialists, the expert recruiters, helping employers and job candidates connect since 1967. Now with offices in Ridgeland, Canton, and Oxford. In just the last few years, there have been more than 200 cases of human trafficking reported right here in central Mississippi. I met a guy on Instagram. I got hooked on drugs. He would crush it up and he would put it in orange juice and tequila and give it to me. My dad, when he needed to pay the bills, he would send me to a friend of his and then things would go on and our light bill would be paid or there'd be groceries. It's one of the fastest growing crimes in the state and you can help. You're invited to a super fun event to raise money for local organizations that rescue people from the grip of human trafficking or domestic abuse. The 41st Annual Squat and Gobble Dance Contest and Turkey Calling Contest is coming up Thursday, November 11th at the new Mississippi Trademark featuring live music from Dr. Zar's Amazing Funk Monster, a live and silent auction, great food and drinks and more. Get tickets today at friendsforacause.com Here we go. The annual Bravo Broad Street Salamookies 3-in-1 gift card sale starts this Friday at dawn. Buy three gift cards and we give you one for free and we donate 10% of your purchase to your favorite Mississippi charity. Our 3-in-1 gift cards are good at all three of our restaurants. Start with a hot breakfast at Broad Street and Banner Hall. Have an amazing pizza lunch at Salamookies in Fondren and then wind down the day with drinks and appetizers at Bravo in Highland Village. This once a year sale starts Friday, so don't miss it. Buy three, get one free, 10% goes 
goes to charity, there is no limit. Buy as many as you wish. I'm Lauren McGraw with Guide Go. I'm here to help you with your special events like picnics, reunions, or weddings. We have many options of luxury restroom trailers. No event too big or too small. When you gotta go, please call Gotta Go 601-879-3969. Innovative Health Clinic in Ridgeland is now offering monoclonal antibody treatments. Monoclonal antibody therapy offers a way to help reduce and prevent severe symptoms in COVID positive patients and for those who have been in close contact with someone who has tested positive. Most insurance providers will cover the cost. If you are uninsured, you may be eligible for reimbursement through the federal government. To find out if you are eligible for this treatment option, call Innovative Health Clinic today, 601-944-5585. Be sure to catch Sports Talk Mississippi, your new home for the best sports coverage right here in the Magnolia State. Every day from 3 until 6, right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. And now, the talk that keeps Mississippi talking. Now, on to the real part. Dynamite! On Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back, everyone. Middays with Gerard coming at you live from the Mississippi Armed Forces Museum. Rhino is rocking with the music. Mick Jagger, the Rolling Stones, paint it black. Little Vietnam era music uh, for the occasion. Appreciate that, Rhino. Joining us now, the director of the Armed Forces Museum here in Mississippi, Mr. Tommy Lofton. Tommy, always good to see you again, man. This place is so fantastic. I can't say enough about it. Uh, saw the exhibit for the 65th Infantry Division, uh, of course, so well done. But a lot of stuff going on at this place this week, and it's very exciting. It's it's going to be a pretty crazy week, but in a good way. Yeah. Uh, we're glad to have you all back here again. Our thank pleasure. You, thank you for being here. And, uh, yeah, you know, we're excited. Uh, by the way, love the painted black. It's still That's awesome, one of the best rock and roll songs. <laughs> totally ever agree. I feel like we're going to have helicopters <laughs> flying through here. You know. I keep thinking about Tour of Duty, the exactly. old series. So, exactly. Yeah. No, this week uh, we actually are going to be honored. We have... Four veterans from the 65th Infantry Division, uh, and then one member of the 71st Division. It's our understanding his his division doesn't have a, a reunion anymore, so they've been hanging out with the 65th. But the 65th is unique. They they came here to Camp Shelby, formed as a drafty division, went overseas, uh, fought in Europe, liberated in Europe, and we uh, are honored to be able to to host them for a reunion. You know, who knows? Maybe one of their last reunions for some of these veterans. It's something we've been trying to have now for. Uh, I guess two years technically. Once once COVID started, it sort of kicked the can down the road a few times, and we're finally able to have this. Uh, we're looking forward to some of these veterans coming in. I, it's my understanding some of them haven't been back here to Mississippi or to Camp Shelby potentially since 1945. Oh wow! So, wow. Uh, this will be a, a big deal, big honor for us. We're doing everything we can to honor these veterans all week long. They're going to be in our Veterans Day parade here in Hattiesburg. They're rolling out the red carpet downtown for them. And then uh, this weekend, we're going to have a huge ceremony out front of the museum, out on the parade field at Camp Shelby to, to honor uh, their division, to formally close out their division and give them some right. closure in a sense, too. And, right. and, uh, 
and then we'll have a few of the veterans receiving awards from the French government. Yeah. So I guess they'll technically be knighted by the French government. So. Of, of installations like this, uh, Tommy, such as Camp Shelby, are, are most of them still around that were, uh, I guess, commissioned and came into service when they did such a long time ago in the case of Camp Shelby? Or is Camp Shelby somewhat unique in that respect? I think Camp Shelby is unique, especially that it's been open since 1917. Yeah. Uh, a lot of, uh, I would say a lot of other base closures, or base closures have happened, especially at the federal sure. level for a number of years. As yeah. far as states go, there uh, state-owned properties like Shelby, there are quite a few still around in the country yeah um but i think shelby has to be one of the oldest definitely i believe the largest or one of the largest state-owned facilities that we have yeah um but we're we're uh i think we take a lot of pride and honor in in being such a historic training site for so many soldiers throughout so many conflicts and literally going back to world war one up through uh the most recent conflicts with the global war on terror which are featured here in the museum as a matter of fact right so how long has the museum been here? So we actually have just hit our 20-year mark at this yeah. location. Uh, we've had various other buildings, I guess, since the 80s out here at Camp Shelby, where we started small and, and grew to what we have today. But we actually opened uh, at the end of October in 2001. So it was right after the attacks in 9-11, uh, which, as you could imagine, uh, was an important time to open a museum like sure. this. And then at that time... We had no 9-11 exhibit, so a lot of things have happened over, over the last 20 years to try to change things and, and, and do more to recognize those who fought in Iraq and Afghanistan and, and uh, within the conflict of the global war on terror. Yeah. It's it's so magnificent and so well done, so so well curated. Uh, any new exhibits planned? What's on the so board? We, uh, we did just open a 65th Infantry Division right. exhibit honoring them this week, uh, and we do have some plans to uh, make some adjustments to our World War One exhibits. We're actually going to be increasing not only the number of panels but the number of artifacts on display within the exhibits there, uh, and that will also include featuring other training sites within the state. So we'll do more to not only recognize Camp Shelby, but Camp Van Dorn, Camp McCain, a lot of the other uh, military, as far as the Army side, military bases, and we're doing more to recognize uh, contributions, too, with the Navy, the Coast Guard, the Marine Corps, and especially with the Air Force and the Air Guard. Uh, so we're, we're steady at work trying to develop and continue to improve the exhibits that we're bringing to Mississippians and to folks who travel through this state. And that's a comment we've been getting a lot lately as people travel through here. Uh, they come by the museum, get the chance to walk around and say, you know, I have, I had no clue. Mississippi has contributed so much to our history and our military history. Yeah. And it's nice to have folks from other states uh, come in and appreciate us when, you know, we, we may not always get uh, a great appreciation on the news media, right. you know, first right. or last and maybe categories yep. we don't necessarily want to be first or last. That's in. right. But it's great. Uh, you know, folks have been coming in and really, uh, I think, blown away yeah. by what our state I has was, for sure. So, And and one of the things that's, that's kind of neat is that we're, we're not only just telling stories about uh, various military units and their service and, and a little bit of historical account, but the, the museum in the exhibits features individuals, right. Mississippians, and tells their stories and their contributions. Right. And that's and, important. Uh, and their experience. It absolutely it's, it's is. Important. And that, it's just fascinating. I think everybody likes to kind of re- relate to real people, and real people are featured here. And we recognize that 
folks who come through here may have different backgrounds in history, how much they've absorbed. Yeah. They may or may not be a huge fan of history, but we want people to come in here and make a connection to someone or something within the exhibit that can they can leave here and make an effect on their life, maybe make a change or uh, help them to appreciate Veterans Day and Fourth of July and especially Memorial Day. Uh, something else interesting that Mississippians may find uh, I guess is as good news. Yeah. We've actually had a lot of legislators, representatives and senators from the state level coming down here to tour uh, our museum and learn from our military past as well. So it's it's great to have, you know, folks, you know, one of our mutual friends, Fred Shanks, is sure. one of those who's come through here. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, occasionally hear them take what they learn and incorporate it into speeches and things that they're giving around the state and as they encourage folks to come and visit our, you know, the state's museum for military history. So yeah. uh, it, it's nice to not only see the general public come through, but also state leadership. Uh, we, in fact, we just had the former governor, Phil Bryant, just came through here recently yeah. with a few friends on motorcycles yeah. and wanted to show off, uh, you know, military history from, from Mississippi to his friends. So sure. uh, it, it's it's good to know that people at all different levels of the state are coming through here and, and appreciating our history and learning from it. And um, to, to visitors, is no cost, right? No cost. We're free. We're open to the public Tuesday through Saturday from 9 to 4. Uh, completely free. We do have a grand gallery in here for any uh, individuals or corporations looking to have an event. We do have a, uh, a small charge base for that, but it, the, re, the regular museum itself and the admission to the museum is 100% free. And you show your ID, right, to get on the show base? Show your military ID to come into the gate. Or your uh, driver's license. Your driver's yeah. license, valid government ID. <laughs> uh, just make sure it's not expired before you get to the gate. Sure. And uh, yeah, as long as you have a proof of ID, come on post, come straight to the museum, and uh, we'd love to show people around. Be sure you also don't miss our exhibits that are outside of the museum as well. We have a number of yeah. what we call macro artifacts that go from World War II through modern conflicts. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we, we encourage folks to come and get out. What get about out groups? House. What about groups that want to come oh, through? Any what should they do? want to come through, contact our front desk. Uh, if we're able to, we would love to be able to host uh, a private tour if we can arrange that, depending on our schedule as a staff. Sure. But... Uh, yeah, we encourage groups to come out. Feel free to come through. We've actually had, believe it or not, uh, our first school group just a few weeks ago came through. It's the first one we've seen since COVID shut everything down. Uh, so yeah. since basically December 2019, this was the first school group. And we're getting more and more teachers booking uh, for the spring. So that's something we want folks to understand. It's a safe space. Uh, you can perfectly socially distance sure. if you feel the need to. Sure. And, and uh just know that uh, we, we're looking forward to folks coming. Again, it's free. You yeah. can't beat free. Um, uh, is there, uh, just in terms of uh, students, is there an, an age about which you think would be appropriate? You know, we've had everything from uh, uh, preschool age in here, which maybe they don't get into the yeah. wars and, and understand yeah. that much, but they do at least see military equipment. They see yeah. helicopters. They see, for some of them, they see uniforms that remind them of their mom or their dad yeah. who are in service and wear the uniform today. Uh, so we encourage that. You know, all the way up through uh, folks who are retired. I don't want to say elderly. That's not a good word. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> seniors, right? Seniors. Yeah, there we go. Mature people. Mature. So, all right. What about the uh, the, the many uh, artifacts that are actually present in, in the exhibits? Mm-hmm. Uniforms, photos, oh. books, weapons, all, all sorts sure. of stuff. Where does that come from? So that a lot of that is actually from people's homes. And that yeah. was something that we saw during COVID. A lot of people starting to clean out from under their beds and their attics and 
try to figure out what to do with these artifacts. And so we're, we're honored that folks understand that this stuff is important and they bring these items in here. Uh, some of the items we're able to get through other entities within the state who have them, and if they're not using them, we're able to display them. And uh, we're, believe it or not, we have a few things that have been coming in from the federal government yeah. as well. Yeah, so. absolutely. Tommy, always good to see you, my friend, and uh, appreciate you joining us today. And we're honored to be here. This place is great. Uh, honored to have you all here. Thank you so much. Middays with Gerard will come right back. We've got Colonel Rick Weaver joining us next. He's the commander, the post commander of Camp Shelby. Stay with us. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and cutting needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, mostly sunny conditions, high near 75. Tonight, mostly cloudy, low around 49. Increasing clouds for your Wednesday, high near 75. Wednesday evening, mostly cloudy, low around 60. And for your Veterans Day, a 70% chance of rain, high near 71. This weather brought to you by No Drip Roofing and Construction. With rain coming, let us show you what the No Drip difference is all about. No Drip Roofing and Construction, online at NoDripMS.com. Hey, this is Jimmy Primos at the range in Gluckstadt. Hunting season is almost here, and to help you celebrate our favorite time of the year, we've just got in a huge selection of rifles and shotguns, as well as the ammo to go with them. Our gunsmithing department is offering fast turnaround on firearms that you meant to turn in long before now. The only problem I'm having is my wife, Jane. She got mad at me because I bought a new shotgun for dove season and hadn't said a word to me in two weeks. But, you know, the more I think about it, that's not such a bad thing after all. Upgrade your career today at Ag Up Equipment, your hometown John Deere dealer. Our service techs don't just fix tractors. They're passionate about solving problems for our customers. From yard of the month to farm of the year, we keep our customers running so they can harvest their land's potential. Don't just settle for a job. Come to Ag Up and start a career. Great benefits, family atmosphere, and values. Visit our 16 hometown locations or agup.com to view and apply for job opportunities to move up close to you. When you choose Roto-Rooter, you'll get honest estimates and no hassle guarantees so you can get it fixed quickly and enjoy peace of mind. We're there for you 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, day and night, holidays, and weekends. We've been providing service to Mississippi for over 80 years. Call the original Roto-Rooter, 601-353-3333. Mention this ad to receive $25 off any service. Call Roto-Rooter, that's the name. Not a wink on troubles down the drain. Roto-Rooter. With storewide savings of 50 to 80%, now is the perfect time to do your Christmas shopping at DNS Diamonds and Jewelry. Our lease expires soon, and so will the savings. Save 50 to 80% on stackable rings, diamond studs, color and diamond pendants, even our wedding bands are sale price. DNS Diamonds and Jewelry is closing out our entire inventory. Nothing is held back. 50 to 80% off storewide now at DNS Diamonds and Jewelry. 144 Market Street, Flowood, in front of J.C. Penney. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry is just that, a family. It was just a good experience in in itself to how they did it and how loving and compassionate they are. I was just so excited because it was exactly what he tells you. I cried. (laughs) I really cried. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, 772 Lake Harbor Drive in Richland, 601-607-7876. I'm Andy Davis, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. 
Mississippi is either challenging or will challenge three different vaccine mandates. Governor Tate Reeves explained that they're fighting the OSHA mandate for companies with over 100 employees, the defense contractor regulation, and the requirement that all health care workers get vaccinated. In one of the cases that we filed on Friday, the Fifth Circuit uh, issued an, a stay, uh, and, and we're very clear that the grave concerns that this particular order uh, put into effect from a constitutional standpoint meant that they had to immediately stay it. They did it over the weekend. They did it within 24 hours of Mississippi filing suit. And it wasn't your typical family outing. A father and his two sons in Vicksburg are in custody for a drive-by shooting. Michael David Ross, Michael David Ross Jr., and Devon Jalil Ross have been formally charged in each of their bonds over $100,000. Next, they'll face a grand jury in Warren County. I'm Andy Davis. Hey, it's Richard Cross from Sports Talk Mississippi, and I want to tell you about something new on the show. You know how much we love to grill and how much we love to talk about it. You're the exact same way, and so are our friends at Polk's Meat. So now, every Friday at 520, we'll have some fun with Food Fridays presented by Polk's Meat. We'll talk about our favorite way to grill their delicious Polk's Original, Polk's Cajun, and Polk's Garlic and Green Onion Sausages, as well as other barbecue favorites. It's Food Fridays at 520. No buts about it, folks. Picky people pick Polk's. Hey, it's Richard Cross. Join us every weekday for the College Football Fix, driven by Ford. The all-new 2021 Ford F-150 is here with available interior work surface for putting in work. Standard sync Ford technology plus a huge 12-inch touchscreen and pro power onboard outlets for all kinds of jobs. Not only is the all-new 2021 Ford F-150 tough, it's smart. Built Ford proud. Built Ford tough. See a Ford dealer near you for details and don't miss the college football fix driven by Ford. Super Talk Mississippi. Your new home for the Ben Shapiro Show. We don't hold back. We never shy away from telling you the truth. The most electrifying national talk show on air today. We have the most important guests and the biggest thinkers in America. Ben Shapiro. Brutally breaking down the issues of the day. From politics to pop culture, we take a look at all of it. So don't miss out. Weeknights at 9. For something new and unique in talk radio, take a listen to the Ben Shapiro Show. On Super Talk Mississippi. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. It is on. On Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back, everyone. Middays with Gerard coming at you live from the Mississippi Armed Forces Museum in the heart of Camp Shelby, down just south of Hattiesburg, Mississippi. We're back with Tommy Lofton. He's the executive director of the Armed Forces Museum. We've got Colonel Weaver joining us at 1205. So, Tommy, you were just telling me about uh, a new exhibit related to the Revolutionary War. Sure, sure. So uh, we were talking a little bit earlier about artifacts. We've actually been working with uh, the U.S. Army on the national level, they've been divesting themselves of some of our historic equipment that's been in storage for many years to include uh, Revolutionary War and Civil War cannons that uh, we're looking forward to being able to put on display, hopefully in the near future. We just received, uh, believe it or not, a British Cohorn mortar from the Revolutionary War. It's got King George's stamp on the side of it and everything. Uh, we're, we're pretty pretty excited about some of this history that we'll be able to bring forward to Mississippians, and some of it 
we usually start our exhibits around 1812, closer to when the state was forming, but we're looking at uh, going back a little further in time. We've also been walk, working with the uh, Mississippi Band of Choctaw Indians to also try to do some more to include uh, events with the Choctaw and their service to our nation, but also some of the things that were going on in the state before European contact. So yeah. uh, we've got, let me think, a few other World War II tanks that have come in. We've actually now got the bow piece. Folks may remember from the Senate side parking lot at the state capital yep. for many years was the bow piece of the USS Mississippi BB-23. Uh, we now have that and we're in the process of getting that back out on display in front of the museum and uh, with a little bit of in- interpretation and some exhibits on there. Most folks may not realize it's our understanding from the U.S. Navy history that that is the first ship to launch a naval aircraft into combat. I didn't know that. Uh, that's so that's cool. kind of a kind of a neat piece of appreciation for mississippi history yeah. and that's the kind of stuff that we'll be able to do with that bow piece when we put it on display is is give folks a maybe an advanced uh education on some of the things that that our state has contributed to military history is there kind of a communications channel tommy where you and the staff at the museum the curators and so forth uh, are trying to get the word out to people who may have some of these uh, artifacts sure. stored away in their attic. For <laughs> sure. Any speaking engagements, we usually try to plug that. Uh, our Facebook accounts, we're posting things quite often from uh, individuals' collections that have come in. So, folks, if you have things that you're trying to figure out what to do with, uh, please feel free to reach out to us. We're in the process as well of launching a new website, uh, msarmedforcesmuseum.org. You'll be able to contact us through there as well. We have uh, forms and things set up so folks can make a donation offer or or inquire to see what we're interested in. a little bit of a disclaimer, we can't take everything because we only have so much storage, sure. but uh, we would love to see what folks have and be able to preserve things for future generations. And thankfully, a lot of folks, especially uh, we were saying earlier during COVID, had stuck in the house trying to figure out something yeah. to do. They're finally cleaning out that closet yeah. or getting into the attic, finding all kinds of neat pieces of history that they've been able to turn over to us, donate. And we've been able to put on display. So it went from being in their attic or their closet or under their bed to now being seen by thousands of people, you know, each week and month that come through this museum. So yeah. uh, it's it's quite an honor for us to be able to accept these artifacts and, and preserve not only the lineage of those individuals, but the service of those units and, and in some instances, you know, the sacrifice of these individuals in warfare. So, yeah. Do you think, uh, Tommy, this is such a, a unique facility and such a neat deal. Do you think that uh, dignitaries and high-level elected officials in the United States that are not from and do not represent Mississippi, are they aware of this place? Uh, Yes, sir. I think uh, more and more frequently here, too. In fact, we just recently had an event here uh, that involved a few folks from the Pentagon level coming into the museum physically for the first time and and, uh, getting the chance to tour this facility. Some of them had not heard of us. Some had heard good things and they were able to actually take that back to washington and uh tell their counterparts if you get the chance come down here to camp shelby come down to our museum and see what mississippi is doing uh doing now and has done in the past with our military so uh, we take a lot of of pride and it's our goal every day to honor the men and women that served our state and, and have worn various uniforms and various service branches and it's it's important to us to not only uh, honor their service but make others 
aware of the service of, of our Mississippians. And it's great that, you know, like you say, on the national level, folks are starting to finally pay more and more attention to us. Yeah. How was the decision made to locate Mississippi's Armed Forces Museum here at Camp Shelby? Well, it's my understanding they were actually looking at several locations throughout the state, uh, one of which I know was actually the Mississippi Gulf Coast. And uh, occasionally some folks from the coast still remind me that, you know, <laughs> the museum ought to be down there. But uh, as much as we love the coast, Camp Shelby, I think, was an obvious decision, yeah. being that it's on a military location location. The other great thing about our facility is we get so much support from our military. All of the various departments out here from DPW to MAITS to CSMS, all these things, every acronym you can think of of every building out here in one way or another has supported this museum, whether it's helping us to reconstruct something, to build something new, build exhibit panels, cases, uh, and just the overall maintenance of this facility. It's been Amazing, And I think that was a wise decision in, in putting this museum here. And uh, General Mickey Walker had a lot to do with that. And our, our early board members there in the, in the uh, late 90s and early 2000s, I think, had a lot of foresight in really putting this museum here rather than somewhere else in the yeah, state. Absolutely. How's it funded? So we are uh, state-funded. Uh, even though we are supported through uh, the National Guard Bureau, I would say almost 100% of our funds really come through either our museum foundation, which folks can uh, contribute to. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's also where our gift shop is run, and we are now launching a brick program, and we'll be launching a membership program after the first of the year as well, online and, and here in the museum. So we get quite a bit of support from our museum foundation, but the Mississippi Military Department uh, through the state of Mississippi is actually where we get a lot of our financial support, mm-hmm. and that's uh, to me, it's been a great blessing working with and for the military department. Yeah. Uh, it's not. I've, I've worked in other museums and military museums that have been private uh, before coming here, but to actually get to work day in and day out with men and women who still wear the uniform and and love what we're doing just as much as we do has been just a great blessing. Yeah. And for anybody who's not really connected to uh, maybe current folks in service or, or recent veterans even, feel free to come by the museum because there's always somebody here in uniform. Yeah. Um, and with Camp Shelby being a joint force training location, we get folks from all different service branches too. And it's not just National Guard. I mean, you see uh, folks in here that are everything from Marines to Navy SEALs. You sure. never know who's going to walk through the sure. door. Um, so it's it's you know great honor and privilege for us to be right here at Camp Shelby, for sure. You know, we've got the World War II Museum in New Orleans just a a couple of hours away. Do you find that uh, sometimes there are are folks that are just uh, hitting the museums, that they're interested in touring museums, that go to that one, go to this one, vice versa, to kind of make it just two hours? Sure. It's a pretty easy easy trip. It's an easy trip. Uh, I kind of see it as more of a corridor as well. Okay. Uh, We have folks that go from World War II Museum to here or vice versa, but also Pennsylvania. Pensacola, Pensacola yeah. Naval Air Station, yeah. and then on the way they usually hit the USS Alabama as well. Yeah. So you, yeah. if you've got a few minutes in the car and you want to take a, a military or, or a patriotic type of trip, you, everything's fairly close proximity between point. New Orleans to here to Pensacola and Mobile. So, uh, But we do. We have quite a few folks who come through here um, having heard of the World War II Museum. We've had a few say that, hey, they, they you know, we wanted to plan a chance to come see sure. you guys while we're going to be in New Orleans anyway. And yeah. it's uh, It's been a great, great thing for us. Us. That's actually, you know, I came there, uh, came from there to here. Okay. Uh, born and raised in Vicksburg originally, but yeah. I spent almost 11 years down there as a historian with the National World War II Museum. So uh, I try to also bring a lot to the table that I learned down there uh, to just keep improving this museum by leaps and bounds. And yeah. actually was able during COVID to steal away my... Uh, 
uh, former boss down there who hired me on, uh, who's my deputy director here as well, Seth Perrin. So yep. uh, we're we're doing the best we can to uh, to to push this museum even further into the future. Sure. And the focus, of course, uh, for the benefit of our audience, is on Mississippians who served. Sure. In, exactly. In the armed forces. That's any, the Mississippi any, Armed Forces Museum. Any so. native Mississippians, anyone who maybe wasn't born here, but they got here as quick as they could, yeah. uh, settled here. Uh, and we also highlight units and individuals uh, that trained here and spent a great deal of time uh, training here, to include folks like Senator Inouye, who yeah. was here with the 442nd. Uh, we honor... Uh, again, air wings and, and men and women of all service branches that have spent time here, we, we highlight them as well because we think it's important that we show what Mississippi played into their military career and what they learned here in training. And, and folks that come here from other states and, and see Mississippi's connection and contribution to, to the military and, and the rich history we have, True. that's got to be impactful as well. It's got to be rewarding for you as well when you oh. see that and folks coming, yeah, we're, we're pretty good folks here in Mississippi. Right. It, it, it gives us a lot of pride in, in hearing folks come in and say how how impressed they were with Mississippi or you know it's funny I had someone recently say you know I kind of always thought of Mississippi as what I see you know brother where right, art thou and right. so it's nice to uh, to come and see you know first of all that we all wear shoes yeah. uh, and, and and to see what rich history we have and how much we really do appreciate our country appreciate our state and how much patriotism and and everything that we have so uh, I, I think it's a great Great source of pride for us, and Mississippi should be proud of their museum. So yeah. Hollywood doesn't do us any favors. Well, no, no. But, you know, come to the Mississippi Armed Forces Museum, and you'll learn what to be right. proud of. Yeah, I, t- I totally agree. Well, it's, uh, it's a big week uh, for you, I know, and uh, we certainly enjoyed uh, our doing our remote here back in May. We're just as pleased as punch to be here today and look forward to coming back again next we're, May. We're glad to have you here. And, uh, you know, if, if we can take a second, just thank you to all of our veterans who are listening, especially this week. And thank God and God bless you for what you did and what you've done wearing the uniform. Amen to that. Middays, we'll take a break right here. We'll come back with more. We're at the Mississippi Armed Forces Museum down at, at Camp Shelby. Stay with us. There's something about tradition that always says a lot. An honest dedication and work that's not forgotten. Pride is what we lean on, customers that know. There's not a better body shop, no matter where you go. We don't use fancy gimmicks, we're proven, tried and true. Smith Brothers Body Shop, the best from us to you. We've all heard the old expression, work smarter, not harder. Those words become a reality when you visit Ace Bolt and Screw. From tools and accessories to every fastener imaginable, Ace Bolt and Screw has everything you need for every job. Register to win a Predator Talon high-performance electric bike valued at $3,000. Restrictions apply. See store for details. Located on Julianne Street, just off Gallatin and Jackson, right off I-55 at the Gluckstadt exit, and coming soon to Highway 49 in Richland. At Fillmore Buick GMC, we strive to make buying your next vehicle easy and take care of you long after you drive off the lot. That means upfront and honest pricing, doing everything we can to make the time you spend in the dealership as short or as long as you need. It means we understand that purchasing a vehicle is more than just a transaction for you. We want you to enjoy the experience as much as we appreciate your business. Find your next Buick GMC or pre-owned vehicle at FillmoreBuickGMC.com. 
Fillmore Buick GMC. You drive everything we do. Nicely done, Beef. When football fans everywhere cheer for their team, they're cheering for you too. Because your savory snacks fuel the gridiron battle. With your tasty sliders, hearty chilies, and drool-worthy steaks, every option is an MVP. Most valuable protein. So gather around the TV and get cooking at beefitswhatsfordinner.com. Funded by Beef Farmers and Ranchers. This is the Midday Agri-Market Report. The growing weed resistance issue has proven farmers need to deploy multiple strategies that include more than chemicals to outsmart tough-to-control weeds. Mike Morgan of Arkansas says the main enemy is pigweed, particularly Palmer Amaranth, and the key to victory is doing whatever it takes to conquer the weed seed bank and not setting for just good enough control. He has found that a combination of effective herbicides and multiple modes of action and hiring chopping crews to remove weed scapees and burn them is effective. He knows that herbicides alone no longer provide the effective weed control, and the Weed Science Society of America urges farmers to adopt a holistic approach to weed control that includes herbicides, hand weeding, cover crops, weed seed construction, tillage, and much more. More than 250 weed species have developed resistance to herbicides, according to the Science Society. I'm Dixon Williams, and this is Super Talk Mississippi Agri-News Network. Prevention providers such as insurance agents and doctors are necessary, but they're not free. Another is 811. By calling 811 before you dig, pull a stump, or erect a mailbox, you could be preventing a call to 911. This service is free, and free is a beautiful thing. Hello, I'm Sam Johnson from Mississippi 811. Call 811 two days before you dig, and let's have zero damages, zero injuries. Y'all listen up. Have you seen all the litter on the sides of our roads? We need to all do our part to fight litter. Put trash in its proper place and make sure items in your truck beds are secure. Remember, trash blows. Secure your load. Please do your part to keep Mississippi beautiful. Learn more at keepmsbeautiful.org. That's keepmsbeautiful.org. Remember, always protect the road. Secure your load. This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to The Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson. You know what that means. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. We'll do it live. On Super Talk Mississippi. Everyone, middays 
Broadcasting live from the Mississippi Armed Forces Museum down at Camp Shelby, Mississippi. We appreciate you joining us. What a, a great day it has been talking to members of our armed forces, talking to Tommy Lofton, who is the executive director of this fabulous uh, Mississippi treasure in the Armed Forces Museum. We got Colonel Rick Weaver. He's the commander, the post commander of Camp Shelby. He'll be joining us uh, after the noon break. Uh, it, uh, it's just always amazing to me, uh, what a great place this is, how, how, how proud, uh, these folks are that serve in our armed forces and serve in, uh, our national guard, but how blessed we are in Mississippi to have this base, uh, to have been the home for so many who served our country and many of whom paid the the uh, ultimate sacrifice, and then they're being, and many of whom are honored in this museum, honoring the retirees from the National Guard in the 65th Infantry Division. What a fascinating story that is. We appreciate you so much uh, for joining us in that regard. You know, we've uh, talked a lot in the last few days about the election last week and uh, kind of the wake-up call and and, and a, a bit of a bell that was rung, shall we say, with uh, Republicans faring pretty well. And obviously in Virginia, taking the governor's house, or the governor's mansion, I should say, and then coming, it looks like, dangerously close, but just short in New Jersey, but winning the House of Delegates in Virginia, which is also huge, and then winning several school boards uh, across the nation as well, the one we talked about in Denver. So... But the Democrats seem to be doubling down on their strategy and are and are busy, uh, really, with this narrative that it, that uh, those who said that the pursuit of wokeness and political correctness, uh, especially in our schools, is a great uh, reason and a great part of the reason that voters got out and said we don't want you indoctrinating our kids like that, and even folks that typically vote Democrat that that are registered Democrats came out and switched to the other side because of the uh, concerns they have about that. But they're doubling down, and and now they're basically saying that those who uh, did not support Democrats, that went in the other direction, that it was Trump, and that they're white supremacists, and that they're fabricating all this stuff about critical race theory and everything else. But even one of their own. One of their own political strategists, well-known particularly from the Clinton era, James Carville from not too far away in New Orleans, Louisiana. The thing about Carville is he doesn't mince any words. He doesn't hold back. He tells it like it is. Now he has got strong message for the Democrats. Listen to this. Don't get me wrong, it's just stupid wokeness. All right, you just, don't just look at Virginia and New Jersey. Look at Long Island. Look at Buffalo. Look at Minneapolis. Even look at Seattle, Washington. I mean, just defund the police lunacy to take Abraham Lincoln's name off of schools. I mean, that people see that. And it, 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 it's, it's just really a, have a suppressive effect all across the country. The Democrats, some of these people need to go to a woke detox center or something. I mean, they're, they're expressing a language that people just don't use. And there's a backlash and a frustration at that. A woke detox center. <laughs> 
Carvel is great. I mean, so does it not seem like, though, that these guys are starting to lose many of their own? I mean, I, you can detect that Carvel's frustrated. He's frustrated because he, uh, he comes from a, uh, an era where the party was different, stood for different principles and, and had a different agenda. And I think he sees that this this uh, really lurch to the left with all this political correctness stuff and this woke stuff is is becoming an issue to the point where it is damaging them politically. And they're not focused on what we've talked about here on the program, which are the, the kitchen table issues. Folks are worried about the price of fuel, for example. I filled up yesterday en route to uh, uh, Hattiesburg. I believe that may be the highest price I've ever paid for gas in my life. I can't remember ever paying that much for a gallon of gas. Uh, what really is, strikes me now is that even the Democrats are coming forward. Several of them sent a letter to the president asking the president to step in and open up the strategic petroleum reserves on behalf of the American people who are bearing these extremely high prices at the pump, even signed by Elizabeth Warren, believe it or not. It's uh, really kind of shocking to me. It's time for a break here. we got Super Talk News, Fox News coming your way on middays. When we come back, Colonel Rick Weaver, the commander of Camp Shelby, joins us. Stay with us. We'll be right back. For Ole Miss Sports, WFMN Flora Jackson, Super Talk Mississippi, powered by your tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros, 601 345 8090. Fox News, and I'm Chris Foster. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi in Scotland for the United Nations Climate Change Conference says she expects a vote next week on the Democrats' big social and environmental spending plan. Several moderates say they want more information from the Congressional Budget Office before supporting the social spending measure. A statement from the CBO today said some estimates will be released this week. Other parts of the analysis will take longer. Fox's Jared Halpern. The actor Dean Stockwell died. He was 85. Stockwell is remembered for playing the character Al in the cult classic sci-fi series Quantum Leap, which earned him multiple Emmy noms. On the silver screen, Stockwell is also remembered for his work in such films as Blue Velvet, Dune, and 1988's Married to the Mob, which earned him a Best Supporting Actor Oscar nomination. Fox's Lauren Faulkner. Stocks are trading lower so far today, threatening an eight-day winning streak for the S&P and NASDAQ. America's listening to Fox News. As locals, ADS Security is committed to keeping the community safe. We're the same great company, same local office, with the same local service you've counted on for years. Visit us in Gluckstadt. ADS Security, 601-898-3105. Call today. Join Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. Sponsored by The Road. Your destination for fine men's clothing.
Innovative Health Clinic in Ridgeland has your answers for urinary issues. The Incella treatment option for urinary leakage is your solution. Sit down comfortably, remain fully clothed, and get rid of incontinence problems. If you have 10 minutes to spare and think this treatment option could change your life, call Innovative Health Clinic today to set up a free appointment, 601-944-5585, or online at InnovativeHealthClinic.net. Andy Davis, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Gas prices are already through the roof, and now the Biden administration is backtracking and admitting they are exploring the potential impact of shutting the Line 5 pipeline down in Michigan. Economist and former Trump advisor Stephen Moore says we're decapitating our oil and gas industry while China is building coal plants. And then, they, and then we keep spending money that we don't have, and then inflation gets out of control. And I heard Biden this week and say the best thing to do to stop inflation is pass another $4 trillion spending bill that's paid for by printing money. How crazy is that? And efforts to defund police have backfired in some cities, and when it comes to fighting crime, Governor Tate Reeves wants to do the opposite. One of the things that we're going to propose this year, as you know, we created uh, the Capitol Police. We have 78 officers today. We're going to ask the legislature for funding to double that particular police force in size, and we think if we can go to 150 to 160 officers, uh, that's going to help us. We need investigators. I'm Andy Davis. Hey, sports fans, this football season, MDOT wants to ensure you get to your game day destination safely. So before you hit the road to watch your favorite team, be sure to download the MDOT Traffic app. The MDOT Traffic app is free for both Apple and Android devices. And remember to drive smart on the way to the game. That means buckling up, obeying the speed limit, and avoiding distracted driving, especially when traveling in work zones. For more information, follow at Mississippi DOT on Facebook and Twitter. The best sweet potatoes in the world are growing right here in Mississippi. Full of vitamin C, dietary fiber, and potassium, the sweet potato is a nutritional powerhouse. You can eat them as a side to a juicy steak, cut up and fried, or as a dessert with your favorite meal. But really, there are hundreds of ways to prepare and eat Mississippi sweet potatoes. If it comes from this soil, it comes from a farm family of Mississippi, providing for our family and yours. A federal mandate requiring workers of companies with 100 or more employees to get vaccinated hasn't gone into effect, but it's already caught up in the courts. Scott Waller with the Mississippi Economic Council says this is the most broad-reaching standard OSHA has ever issued. Where did they come up with the 100 number? Because if you look at other standards, it's either the 500 number, which is the designation for small businesses. There's some other numbers, but the 100 has never been used. There's a lot of stuff in effect every single business, which has never been done before. And the job of the state auditor is never easy, especially when you have to investigate those in power. Shad White told Ricky Matthews on Super Talk's Coast View he's developed thick skin when it comes to what people think. You're going to have to say things that are unpopular sometimes. You're going to have to do things that are unpopular sometimes. You know those folks who are affected by what you're doing are going to be talking about you afterwards. They may say some things that are not nice. Somebody may even misconstrue the statement I made or mislead people about how harsh I was in tone, whatever it may be, and you have to not worry about it. I'm Andy Davis. When it comes to your business IT solutions, smarter is better. Meet the authority from Seaspire. Our team of super specialized engineers partner with businesses of all sizes, taking on their toughest IT challenges while finding new opportunities. Connectivity, data security, cloud services, you name the tech, we have a specialist for it. Seaspire Business. Win with authority. Your partners in IT. Every size business deserves top-tier IT solutions. Visit seaspire.com slash business. 
Hey, it's Richard Cross. Join us every weekday for the College Football Fix, driven by Ford. The all-new 2021 Ford F-150 is here with available interior work surface for putting in work. Standard sync Ford technology plus a huge 12-inch touchscreen and pro-power onboard outlets for all kinds of jobs. Not only is the all-new 2021 Ford F-150 tough, it's smart. Built Ford proud. Built Ford tough. See a Ford dealer near you for details. And don't miss the College Football Fix, driven by Ford. To all the folks in the Capital City metro area, love to have you join me tomorrow morning, 6 to 9, Gallo Show. We'll start your day the informed way. Super Talk Mississippi 97.3. And now, the talk that keeps Mississippi talking. That's what I like to listen to. You're listening to Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Here on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back, everyone. Middays with Gerard coming at you live from Camp Shelby. We are at the Mississippi Armed Forces Museum. Joining us now, the post commander of Camp Shelby, Colonel Rick Weaver. Colonel, always good to see you, sir. Thanks for joining us. I appreciate it as well with you. A lot of stuff going on around here today and the rest of the week. Uh, everybody's been on telling us about it. It's it's quite exciting. We've got Veterans Day coming up this Thursday, the 11th, and we kind of uh, sandwich that in with uh, the event honoring the National Guard retirees and then the 65th Infantry Division reunion. Just fascinating stories. And, of course, this facility, which is just incredible. So uh, I guess you got uh, all, all hands on deck, as maybe they would say, in the military for this week. Uh, and a lot of stuff going on. We do. And uh, I, I give credit fully to the team. They have done an amazing job of getting this ready. And this has not been just something this week. This has been something in the plans. But this team does such a wonderful job of making sure that it just looks easy. Yeah. You know, as we discussed last time, most National Guard bases, they'll train twice a year or twice a month, a couple times during the summer. This base is open about 350 days a year. Wow. And uh, so from that, this team does an extraordinary job. Yeah. And uh, not only do we focus on as you see today with the retirees and then the 65th rolling in with veterans day we've also got the 20th anniversary of this beautiful place which is not just the mississippi armed forces museum but for the state of mississippi yeah and uh but tying back in to the active duty the reserve and all branches as well too and uh, Colonel, I gotta believe that it's it's a, a sense of reward and satisfaction to you to to command such a, a well-oiled machine, which it certainly appears to be. Uh, certainly, from our interaction, it's it's incredible. But it's it's clear. All you gotta do is go around this place until it's it's tip top. Well, and, and again, I can't take any credit for it. It's, it's a team effort. Yeah. They do a wonderful job. And starting out at General Bulls and Command Sergeant Major Tatum, all the way down the support that we get at the Jackson from the governor's office, from the legislative, state, and federal. Uh, it's just amazing. It really is. 
And you guys have been busy with the pandemic and the assistance and the effort uh, to get folks uh, vaccinated. Is that kind of rolling down now? Are you guys still involved in that? No, we're not involved in it anymore. But yeah. as you heard with General Boyles earlier, around 1,700 guardsmen participated during that pandemic. We're working with the Department of Health from there. So basically everywhere you looked, you saw a guardsman yeah. that was out there and focusing on making sure that whoever needed that vaccination, they got it. Yeah. They got the opportunities of either being checked, vaccinated, or both. Well, I can certainly say that I don't know that I ran into a person that didn't have anything but positive things to say about the experience they had uh, as part of that with the, with the National Guard being involved in the vaccination rollout, especially uh, last spring when we had a, a big volume. Uh, it was a, a well-orchestrated event. My personal experience was uh, very positive as well. So uh, kudos to the guardsmen who really did, uh, did their duty and, and did it. Uh, with honor and with a smile. I mean, they were, they're, the, um, their attitude and their courtesy and their professionalism was noticed, and I just want you to know that. And well, I appreciate it. And as you well, that the guard is the true citizen soldier. They're the ones that go to work with you every day. And on weekends, that one weekend a month or two weeks a year that they're supposed to do, I started laughing at General Walker yesterday and General Boyles today. Yeah. You know, that one weekend a month and two weeks a year is now one weekend a month off and two weeks a year <laughs> off. And other than that, you're working continuously. But I couldn't ask for a better thing to do from the guard. Uh, as you well know, I got in when I was 17. And uh, I, I, six years, I was out. And, uh, you know. Now, 34 years later, I'm still here. Yeah. And uh, it's just amazing to see how fast that went by. How's the recruiting going? Going good. And, uh, we, of course, during the pandemic, everything went down, especially with the schools. But uh, I give credit where General Bowles, he has been focusing with the state legislator and the governor's office yeah. to be able to get those education benefits locked in. And uh, that is a huge win, to be able to go to school and not have student debt when you got out. Yeah, that is and awesome. So many times you see, you know, twenty, sixty, eighty thousand dollars mm-hmm. of student debt that you're waiting on, and you don't have to worry about that, yeah. because you can take that, come out debt free, and also learn some type of trade. Yeah. As an engineer officer, I started out as an interior electrician. Hmm. My dad was a bricklayer, so I always had to work on that on weekends. Uh-huh. So I knew I didn't want to be a bricklayer, <laughs> but. I did. Uh, I was an interior electrician, so I learned that trade. Yeah. So those are things that you can do, drive dozers, be a medic, whatever. Yeah. And so take the opportunities not only to support your state, but support yourself. Learn something that you can do yeah. on the outside. And, you know, and, and, and certainly the trades and, and those technical skills uh, are incredibly valuable. But, Colonel, something about being part of an organization, being part of a team, uh, under, understanding organizational structure and policy and rules and discipline, these things serve us well in no matter what aspect of life. No, I agree with you totally because you take a look now, and if you get told no, all right, are you going to stop? I've been told no a whole lot. Sure. And uh, – I just keep pushing and pushing just like the rest of my team does. And uh, from that, though, you see what comes out of that. You become a winner. And all, that's what you look for is how do you become a win-win situation. And uh, the guard has significantly helped me. I've been all over the world, so I've been very blessed.
Yeah. Do you get feedback uh, from members who, uh, as you said, they're citizen soldiers, so they're they're doing their duty in the Guard. They're also working uh, jobs. They're in the private sector, uh, most of them. Some of them work in government, public sector as well. Do they ever come back and say, you know, Colonel, these these skills that I that I gained in the Guard have helped me in my life outside of the Guard? They really have because not only, you know, you think about the discipline, you think all of that, but you also look at the project management that you learn. Sure. You have to be able to understand as a young E5 that now you're in charge of someone. And a lot of people never get that managerial skills that you're able to get here. And these are different types of managerial skills, but it's also the same as running a local convenience store, running any other type of industry, looking at from a logistic standpoint. But you've also got to make that connection with that person because at some point in time, it may also be life and death. Yeah. So you've got to be able to do the normal day-to-day operations, and then you have to be able to do the combat operations. Yeah. So it is a vast array of management skills. That's that's an excellent point. Uh, getting along with people, interacting with people, uh, serves you well no matter what you do, and it's and, it, and it's critical critical to uh, an individual's success. And you and you learn that being part of an organization like this. No, I totally agree. And uh, things that you also learn is separation of personal and professional. Yeah, I've got a lot of friends of mine that have, let's say educated me in other ways yeah and uh but it's never been personal yeah. it is strictly professional sure and uh the chief of staff fixing to get promoted colonel promotable joe hargett yeah general bowles i've had uh nice conversations that went one way and uh <laughs> then we went and ate dinner last night yeah so those are the things that you also understand and you've got to not only as the manager yeah or as the employer but as the employee You've got to be able to understand too. It's not personal. Yeah, it's strictly a professional thing that sure. you've got to be able to do. And if it's right, it's right, and it's wrong, it's wrong. Yeah. So, can you talk to our politicians about that? We can. We need a little help in that department. <laughs> I need a few more years, and once I get out of this, we'll talk then. But uh, wearing this uniform, as you well know, uh, I, I will yes, sir. remain silent. Yes, and sir. The fifth. I do. I understand. <laughs> so. Uh, the the base, the camp, uh, be serving as the venue for these these great events with the retirees, the 65th reunion, Veterans Day. Uh, what's it feel like for you as the post commander of the camp here? I, I know uh, you, sir. You've you've rightfully uh, pointed out that all the credit goes to the team and the staff, but it, it's it's got to be to you a good feeling. Oh, it's amazing. It really is to be part of history that's going on, and. Uh, not only to be here during the 20th year, not to be during this, to be the 36th commander of Camp Shelby, but with the 65th division, you've got four. And uh, they said the young man was 95, the old man was 99. <laughs> and, uh, but to be able to come in and do the co- casing of the colors. Yeah. And since World War II, they have not been done. So to be part of this history and to be part of these communities it has been amazing. Yeah. And, and that's what I take a look at all the time. Everyone's like, well, how much training you got going on? Yeah. I said it's amazing to be able to not only have training from all over the world, but to also be able to give back to the community here. Yeah. And absolutely. this community is statewide and regional. Yeah. It's not just Hattiesburg area. But it is statewide. Colonel, always a pleasure, sir. Thank you so much for your service, and and thank you for all the troops and all those that that serve in your command, pass through Camp Shelby. This is uh, truly an asset for the state of Mississippi. Thanks so much for coming on. Thank you.
We'll take a break right here. we got more talk, and we'll come back on middays. We've got uh, Colonel Chris Thomas, commander of the 154th Regiment Regional Training Institute. Stay with us. We'll be right back. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, mostly sunny conditions, high near 75. Tonight, mostly cloudy, low around 49. Increasing clouds for your Wednesday, high near 75. Wednesday evening, mostly cloudy, low around 60. And for your Veterans Day, a 70% chance of rain, high near 71. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha Outboard dealer in Brandon. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store. LS Tractor understands your passion for the land, and just like you, LS Tractor is committed to excellence and superior products. LS Tractor comes with a long list of standard features that are unmatched by other brands and backed with the LS commitment to provide exceptional customer service and satisfaction. You get a lot more for your money with the LS Tractor. Come to the Tractor Store in Richland to experience the LS difference. The Tractor Store in Richland. This is Home Answers Radio, and my guest today is Trey Jackson of Bulldog Construction. Trey, if a business has uneven sidewalks, they're asking for trouble. Would you agree? Lynn, they are. It's a trip hazard and it needs to be fixed. Our foam technology can level those uneven walks without having to lay down any new concrete. Much easier and more affordable. Trey, my wife tripped over one of those and skinned her knee up. She was fortunate. Call Bulldog Construction at 601-853-4242. Do you suffer from allergies, sinus or respiratory problems, or just want to improve the quality of air you breathe in your home or business? Pure Air Consultants can help. As your indoor environmental specialist, we clean air ducts, install UV lights and service all makes and models of heating and cooling systems. We offer the most dependable Energy Star qualified systems in the industry. Call Pure Air Consultants today, 601-939-7420. A proud provider of Ream Home AC Systems. <laughs> Are you feeling it? <sighs> Ream, the new degree of comfort. If you work in the manufacturing world, Ace Bolt and Screw would like the opportunity to earn your business. Ace Bolt and Screw has been Mississippi family owned and operated for more than 50 years. They specialize in vendor managed inventory and they're ISO certified. Ace Bolt and Screw services and delivers fasteners for small, medium, and large scale industrial operations across the country. Visit acebolt.net to learn more or call 601 355 3448. Discover vendor managed inventory by Ace Bolt and Screw today. Are the trees and shrubs running your yard instead of you? Let the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros take out your problem limb by limb. Baroni's Tree Pros is your complete tree, shrub, and stump removal service. No job is too big for the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. And with our superior cleanup, you can't go wrong. Baroni's Tree Pros, 601-345-8090. 601-345-8090. That's 601-345-8090. Or online at Barone'sTreePros.com. That's Barone'sTreePros.com. Special invitation to join us weekly morning, 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. You know what that means. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. We'll do it live. On Super Talk Mississippi.
Welcome back, everyone. Middays, Gerard Gibbert live from the Mississippi Armed Forces Museum on the heart of Camp Shelby. Rhino back in the studio. Joining us now, Colonel Chris Thomas. He's the commander of the 154th Regiment Regional Training Institute, also the director of legislative affairs and economic development for the Mississippi National Guard. So you got lots of titles there, uh, Colonel. <laughs> wear, wear two hats, you were telling me. And do I, indeed, I do. Yes. So that's pretty cool. Uh, we were just talking, of course, to uh, Colonel Weaver. This place is busy. It's yes. rocking and rolling, and it's so good to see what a fantastic facility this is. And in particular, uh, this Mississippi Armed Forces Museum is is quite uh, the treasure for the state of Mississippi. It's so well done. And anyone that hasn't been here has got to make their way here and see it. Uh, uh, you got to see it to believe it. It's you can describe, but but once you walk away, you say, "Wow, I, I had no idea." Indeed, you know we we <coughs> we try to to advertise the the museum as much as we can, and uh, we, we'll bring friends and supporters here. And, and most of the time, they have not been to the museum. And and to your point, when they leave here, they're sort of awestruck. And so uh, we like to tell that story like to to get that word out because uh more people coming here is good for us but it is a fantastic uh, museum and i'll tell people it uh, i think it's every bit as good as the d-day museum not quite as big yeah uh but but really in terms of quality almost it's every bit as good as the d-day museum no there's no question it, it is so uh well curated but the uh of course the the, the most um, the, the the stark aspect of it is that it features Mississippians. That's right. This is a this is a, an account, a history, a preservation of the history of Mississippians who served their country. That's right. And as you well know, um, you know this is a sort of Veterans Week, if you will. Uh, we are blessed to live in a state where we have such a strong uh, military presence, such a strong uh, respect for. Uh, for for our veterans and um, you know a lot of times uh, we, we don't know who all the veterans are but but they're they're among us and so uh, this is a, a special a special place uh, in a special state yeah and and we should point out that it certainly seems to me as a lifelong Mississippian and spending a lot of time uh, out and about around the state of Mississippi Mississippi Mississippians respect the military. They do. They respect those who serve. They understand their value, their importance. It's not lost on them. And that's, I think, why they turn out. And while the city of Hattiesburg is an example in what's planned for Veterans Day, uh, what we've got going on uh, tomorrow at the two Mississippi museums up in Jackson and, and really across the state, Mississippians are proud not only of, uh, of America and America's military, but proud and take stock of the rich history that mississippi has in the military that's right that's right it uh like i said it it is uh it is a special place and uh it 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 really you know as an active service member you feel good about the support that you get from uh everyone in the state so the the you know your neighbors your friends uh civic leaders um all across the board uh everybody supports uh military in mississippi all right, I'm going to ask you about uh, both of your roles here. So uh, with respect to the Regiment Regional Training Institute, describe that. What sure, is it? yeah. 
it's uh, the we we uh, we sort of uh, use acronyms as you well know. Sure. So we uh, we truncate it to RTI, which is the Regional Training Institute, and uh, I like to say it's it's a little bit of a hidden gem uh, here, it, it, not only in Camp Shelby but Mississippi, and uh, it. It probably shouldn't be. It's a, it's a pretty uh, large institution. Um, you know, our mission is to train uh, young enlisted soldiers uh, on their profession and their skill set. So we've we're about 170 uh, on instructors and staff. Uh, we run through about 5,000 uh, soldiers per year through the hmm. school, hmm. Uh, and that is a combination of active duty. Uh, uh, National Guard as well as the Army Reserve, and so Camp Shelby is, uh, or the RTI here at Camp Shelby is really a special place. We we do uh, <clears throat> some of the schools that we have. We train. We have an armor battalion where they they learn the the mechanized uh, sort of tank mm-hmm. uh, course. We have an infantry. Uh, course we do an ordnance course where they do a lot of uh, sort of maintenance and repair and some other things and uh, and we do a medical uh, course as well so uh, we we have a pretty busy schedule uh, without a lot of downtime and we run through like I said about five thousand a year uh, which uh, in terms of throughput puts RTI the Mississippi RTI. Um, we, we sort of say we're one of the big three. So I think uh, maybe Pennsylvania and Utah are, are the, the closest counterparts to us. But uh, we're we're one of the big three in, in the Army system in terms of uh, training enlisted soldiers. Is this a curriculum that is uh, standardized and used throughout uh, the National Guard in the country? It is. So we 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 uh, we have a, a preset uh, curricula that we use uh, that uh, the other RTIs use as well. But uh, we're we're one of, like I said, one of the biggest ones here. So we uh, we, we we work our guys yeah. <laughs> pretty thoroughly. And, and and a lot of these are are quite transferable skills outside of the military. Absolutely, they are. Uh, particularly our medical and ordnance. Uh, these the 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 soldiers that come through on our medical and ordnance courses. Uh, have a lot of those courses that are being sought by civilian employers, which just is news to our ears. And so uh, not only are we training, like I said, the active duty and Army Reserve component and, and National Guard from across all 54 states and territories, but obviously we, we send our own people uh, through the courses, and that makes them uh, much more employable on the outside. So it's a, yeah. it's a really a good news story. Before the National Guard were uh, deployed to assist with the vaccination rollout, was there some training that uh, that they were involved in that they had to undertake before they were deployed? So we did uh, we did a little bit of that training, but uh, and I think sort of Colonel Weaver alluded, alluded to it earlier. Uh, you know, we we as a, as a profession sort of train people from day one on how to be leadership. <clears throat> how to have those organizational skills, those managerial skills. So really a lot of that sort of common core training and education is what was transferable to the to the COVID and vaccine response. Yeah. And those guys, uh, like Colonel Weaver was saying, we put them on the ground and they just they just sort of took it over. Well, you know, the, the thing that stuck out to me <laughs> coming out of the private sector and, and being in a, in a, 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 a very uh, stringent customer service business, I want to know where they got those customer service skills <laughs> and, and their understanding of how to deliver a, a really pleasant experience because it was second to none. I mean, it was incredible. Gerard, I'm, I, I'll tell you, your, your comments have been echoed to us time and time again, and 
it was probably one of the, for me personally, one of the biggest uh, and most pleasant surprises as a result of our, our COVID uh, support is, uh, again, there wasn't, you know, <laughs> there was no COVID training course. Yeah. We just sort of uh, organically grew those uh, those leadership skills, and and they just they just responded to it. And yeah. as you said, they uh, they they had that customer service approach to it. So we were very very pleased with that. Just good people. Just I mean, the bottom people. line is, is good people that That's are right. signing up and, and serving, and and they understood the call, and they uh, best I can tell, they they readily accepted it and and uh, took it in stride and just did their duty. And, they did. And, I, and, I mean, I know that's expected, and that's how the military operates at, at uh, peak efficiency, but it, it certainly shined through throughout the entire event. I just want to pass that on, and I, and I know you hear that a lot, but it, it needs to be said, said as much as possible. Um, all right, so from a, a legislative perspective, when um, you're, you're working, obviously, representing the Guard, working directly with our, our legislature, what, what's on the boards for you with the session coming up, 22? Sure. Yeah, well, I uh, I would be remiss if I didn't say we we have a, a very good relationship with the legislature, and it goes back to our uh, earlier comments. the The members of the legislature are extremely supportive of the Mississippi National Guard, and we we're just we're very thankful for that. They are they have uh, answered our call uh, each time we've gone up there. Uh, we have uh, asked them to support us on a couple of things over the last few years. Uh, for maintenance and repair and infrastructure, uh, some education things. So uh, I think we're probably going to have some conversations around the education piece this year. Uh, you know, one of the things that, that we'd like to do, and I, again, Colonel Weaver mentioned this earlier, is uh, we as an organization want to ensure that we have uh, those young people who are coming through uh, our formation that, that want to learn and grow. And so uh, we want to make sure that we we do that for them. Yeah, that's awesome, Colonel. Thanks uh, so much for joining us today. It's, uh, it's been a pleasure having you on the program, and it's an honor to be here. Thank you, sir, for your service and and all those uh, active military and all those in the guard as well. Uh, we're down here at the uh, Mississippi Armed Forces Museum on Camp Shelby. We'll take a break right here and come back with more on midday. Stay with us. No drip roofing and construction. The name says it all. All types of roofing and construction. Your certified, certainteed shingle installer, family owned and operated for over 20 years here in the Metro. No drip roofing and construction. 601-371-1051. Family Termite is a proud VIP sponsor of the Handyman Show on Super Talk Mississippi. Whether you're a proud DIYer or a seasoned veteran, Mississippi's handyman Buddy Slowick has the answers to your home improvement questions each Saturday from 10 till noon. Rogers Dab Chevrolet is Mississippi's largest General Motors business elite dealer. We make it easy to maintain your fleet with over 100 work-ready vehicles available for your job site. Diesel, gas, trucks, vans, and service bodies. And we build to your business specifications. It really is easier with Rogers Dab's fleet. Call the Rogers Dab's business elite fleet team today at 866-671-4226 or visit us online at rogersdabs.com. Rogers Dab Chevrolet. Find new roads. 
The Rogue has been serving families in Jackson for over five decades. As we return to life, return to work, church, football, etc., let the Rogue get the men in your life ready for all occasions. We have the latest in game day gear for Ole Miss, Mississippi State, and USM. Last-minute needs for a party? We have three on-site tailors to take care of any last-minute needs. Complimentary alterations and gift wrap with every purchase. Our employees have over 150 years of experience at the Rogue Serving Mississippians. If you or someone you know suffers from dizziness or imbalance, Physical of Jackson, spelled F-Y-Z-I-C-A-L, can help improve your balance and decrease your chances of falling. Susan Geiger and her team of specialized therapists are as unique as their name, providing a personalized approach to therapy and cutting-edge equipment. Physical, F-Y-Z-I-C-A-L, spelled different because we are different. Call today for your appointment, 601-487-2260. Philium Corporation knows the technology is constantly evolving, especially in these challenging times. With so many people working at home, securing and guarding your company's data on-site or remotely is more critical than ever. As we all adapt to the new normal, Pillium continues to help you stay secure and current with IT support and security and forensics, plus cloud services and networking, mobile communications, body cams, and in-car video systems. Contact us at Pillium.com. Smart people, smart business, smart solutions. When the power goes out, your life is disrupted. Heat, air conditioning, refrigeration, phones, all gone. Be prepared for the next outage with a Generac Home Standby Generator. After sensing a power outage, a Generac Generator automatically restores your home's power, whether you're home or away. Power your life with a Generac Home Standby Generator. In Central Mississippi, contact Generator Technologies at 601-862-3419. That's 601-862-3419 or online at generator-tec.com. I'm Andy Davis, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Gas prices are already through the roof, and now the Biden administration is backtracking and admitting they are exploring the potential impact of shutting the Line 5 pipeline down in Michigan. Economist and former Trump advisor Stephen Moore says we're decapitating our oil and gas industry while China is building coal plants. And then the, and then we keep spending money that we don't have, and then inflation gets out of control. And I heard Biden this weekend say the best thing to do to stop inflation has passed another $4 trillion spending bill that's paid for by printing money. How crazy is that? And efforts to defund police have backfired in some cities. And when it comes to fighting crime, Governor Tate Reeves wants to do the opposite. One of the things that we're going to propose this year, as you know, we created uh, the Capitol Police. We have 78 officers today. We're going to ask the legislature for funding to double that particular police force in size. And we think if we can go to 150 to 160 officers, uh, that's going to help us. We need investigators. I'm Andy Davis. I just love sports, and I especially love my sport, Brian. Brian is my superhero on the weekends because he is a barbecue grill master. That boy knows how to heat up some charcoal. Woo! We just love it when we smell that delicious Polk smoked sausage on the grill. Whether it's Polk's original, smoked with a hint of sage, Polk's Cajun with a kick of Cajun seasoning, or Polk's garlic and green onion with, well, garlic and green onions. Tell your sport you want Polk's on his grill. No buts about it, folks. Picky people pick Polk's. MTV 
is celebrating 40 years, and Grammy Museum Mississippi invites you to explore the history of this iconic exhibit. Take a trip back to the beginning with artifacts and interviews with four remaining MTV VJs. Enjoy memorabilia from Michael Jackson to Bon Jovi with historical moments in MTV programming along with interactives and more. To learn more about the MTV Turns 40, I Still Want My MTV Exhibit, and other monthly programs and events, visit GrammyMuseumMS.org. No matter where you go, Super Talk Mississippi is there. With FM signals all over the state, you can hear Super Talk Mississippi from the Delta to the Red Clay Hills of Meridian and from Oxford to Biloxi. And when you're out of the state, you can always get the latest Mississippi news and talk online at supertalk.fm. And on your smart device with the Super Talk app, you're proud to call Mississippi home. And we're proud to cover your state like no one else. Thanks for listening to Super Talk Mississippi. Check it out. Let's do this. The talk that keeps Mississippi talking. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Let's get on with it. On Super Talk Mississippi. He's got the red, white, Welcome back, everyone. Middays with Gerard is coming at you live uh, from the Mississippi Armed Forces Museum on Camp Shelby. What an honor and a pleasure it is to be here. But it is especially an honor and a privilege to introduce to you Command Sergeant Major Gary Graham. The Command Sergeant Major has... 43 years 43. of service. Absolutely. Yes, sir. And you, you were just sharing with us that you will be retiring your last day's upcoming Christmas Day, Christmas That's, Day 2021. That is that is correct. Uh, I was just telling the lady here that in 1978, uh, I turned 17 on Christmas Day. And, uh, of course, they wouldn't let me uh, enlist at, on Christmas, so they had to wait to the next day, 26th day of December, 1978. And so uh, my first retirement date will be 26th day of December, 2021. <laughs> well, 43 uh, years. On behalf of uh, grateful Mississippians and Americans, thank you for your service, sir. That's that is uh, quite the milestone, and it it is awesome. Uh, all right, so what do you what do you have planned uh, in your after your retirement? Day? Well, I, I recently told a three star general here. He asked me the same question. He said, "What are you going to do, Sergeant Major, when it's over, or, or when you retire?" And I, I said, "I'm going to retire." <laughs> and uh, but I, I've got a farm and, and and some properties here in Forest County and farm sure. up in. Uh, Newton County. I'm, I'm thinking about trying to do a wedding venue, and, oh. and uh, uh, my wife and I, we're going to try to fix some land up and sell it, and just uh, do a lot of traveling, hunting, yeah. fishing, and and uh, have a good time. Well, good for you. Uh, much deserved, and uh, and uh, I wish you all the best uh, in your retirement years. So, uh, what enticed you to join the military? Well, I had an uncle that was uh, a Vietnam vet, and, and he was kind of always my hero, yeah. uh, Delbert Grab. And and we always talked about the military, and I said, well, I'm going to try it. And uh, so the local recruiter at the time came by, and, and uh, uh, you know, at that point, when you went to take a physical, you know, they'd hold three fingers up, and how many of my, <laughs> that's about what it entailed. Uh and uh, I got in, and I've loved it. I've loved it ever since. Uh, it's been a heck of a ride. I, I, I don't know of anything I would change. I, I've, I've had the opportunity to, uh, you know, tr- travel the world. I, I've 
travel most of Europe nearly at its entirety. Uh, and, uh, of course, I, I went to Iraq and did my duty there, uh, and I did a tour. Well, I'll just start by saying I started in 1978. I started uh, with an artillery group, and I stayed with them until we folded colors on that in 1994. And uh, GV Sonny Montgomery yeah. fired the last round downrange, and they transitioned our unit to an air defense. And so I went through all the training and and, and got that through the air defense and, and uh, was selected for a, a, a master sergeant position at Philadelphia, Mississippi, yeah. where I ended up spending around another 13 years. And I had I, got promoted in, in that uh in that unit to the battalion command sergeant major and uh, that was my first assignment as a as a command sergeant major and i took that unit down range uh and once we returned the day i came off orders uh from that mobilization hurricane katrina came through the next morning yeah and uh from there uh I spent the next 179 days on the Mississippi Gulf Coast trying to, yeah. you know, clean up what we could down there. Sure. And uh, I often think about it. I When we left, I was in the outskirts of Fallujah, Iraq, uh, during the deadliest time of the Iraq War. And I told some of my friends, I said, you know, we probably won't see devastation of this magnitude again in our days if we boarded the plane to leave. Yeah. Uh, but little... That, that I know that Hurricane Katrina would dwarf that uh, to a magnitude that is that that you can't even imagine. And uh, mm-hmm. so anyway, uh, I became the Task Force Magnolia uh, CSM for that operation. The the last three months I was on the ground there. And it was just a, a honor and a privilege, you know, to serve the people of this great state. Well, is it true? It, it is said that in the army that that the sergeants, the enlisted men and women, and the command sergeant majors, they're truly the backbone. They're the they, ones that make it work. They are the backbone. Uh, <clears throat> In my position today, I'm, of course, at the very top of the rank in the enlisted side. Yeah. But uh, I'm considered the senior advisor for the commander. And uh, and in this position, uh, or since I've been a CSM, I've had 12 commanders. I've had wow. the opportunity to advise. Yeah. And, uh, and I try to provide them, you know, not only with advice, but leadership that will help them make the right decisions to carry whatever command that they're commanding yeah. uh, to make the right decisions there. And, and uh, you know, hopefully I've made a difference in some of them. Some of them made a difference with me, and I think we've all learned together yeah. over the last 43 years. Yeah. Uh, well, what about uh, those that have been under, under your command, under your purview? I mean, you, you, with well, 43 years... <laughs> How many have you touched? Yeah. Incredible. Uh, and I see people all over that retires, that comes back and, and thanks me for different things. Sure. And I've tried to I've tried to do the right thing by everybody. And uh, as you can imagine, you can't always please everybody. Of but course. for the most part, if you can get up in the morning and, and look in that mirror and know you've done the right thing, uh, then, then, you know, you have done the right thing. Yeah. Uh, but... Uh, you know, as a CSM, uh, we're we're charged with being the standard bearer, yeah. and whatever the Army's standard is, is is what you know we we are charged with making sure that that standard is adhered to. Yeah. Uh, and uh, so, yeah, I, I've had I've had several under me, and and I, I this is the way I look at it: is you know, 
there was a wise man once told me uh he was a general general officer and and he said uh son if you find a a turtle on a fence post he didn't get there by himself and uh and he said you'll find out that that all them people around you and you'll be the turtle and uh so i i still think of that and use that analogy today uh and uh you know, I, I didn't get here by myself. The the NCOs and, and, and the senior officers and all, I mean, they, they helped me. And I'd like to think I helped a lot of them along the way as well. Yeah, but it, it's the it's the camaraderie. It's the interaction. It's the flow of information yeah. and working together to solve problems, do your duty. That's what makes it work, That's, is it not? That, that is what makes it work. Uh, you know, <clears throat> the commands and the teams that I've had has been wonderful, but... Uh, here at Camp Shelby, uh, you know, there's roughly about 2,200 people that come to work here every day. Yeah. And uh, and, and and I guarantee you, every one of them knows myself and the commander here. Yeah. But uh, but we're charged with, with just going around making sure this base is 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 at its absolutely best. And the best way to do that is to build that relationship with people. Yeah. And, and they want to do it. Not just not just for the base, but they sure. want to do it for you because you've asked them to. Because you know, and uh, and they've done a great job here, and uh, I, I have really enjoyed it. There's no substitute for those relationships, is there? There is no substitute. <laughs> it's what makes this it work is, in the military. Is what makes it work in the private sector. It's it's just fundamental, right? And 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 that what that's what makes it so bittersweet for a retirement. Yeah, you know, I'm ready to retire. And, and and I want to go on and do great things and not have the responsibilities that I do today. Uh, I think I've earned that. But in saying that, you miss all the people uh, that you interact with every day. Sure. And and, and you see. And uh, so so it is truly going to be bittersweet for me uh, to take the uniform off. I got a feeling you keep up with some of them. Oh yeah, absolutely. I got a. <laughs> You know, I got a ton of retired friends, yeah. and uh, yeah. they constantly call it, man, we going here. We, You know, uh, I, I got a, a good friend of mine, Archie Myers and Robert Dean, today, you yeah. know, they're planning a trip to Europe. Let's go to Normandy. We we went one time, and he, now we ain't got to be on no schedule. You yeah. Know, you, you're retired. You what know? about those that uh, served under you? you? You keep up with them? I do. I, I, I absolutely do, you know, to the best that, sure. that, that, I, that I can. I found out I, I recently went to a change of command up at Philadelphia where I uh, was promoted to CSM. And it seems like I, I was just up there a few years ago. Yeah. Although that was back in 2005, six, 2006, I left there. And I went in and there was no one. I knew no one in that unit. I walked by the formations looking. And I was just stunned that I, because I knew everybody there in 2006. I, I, there was nobody I didn't know. Yeah. And uh, so that's how rapid, and you don't realize it till you step away from an organization, but that's how rapid that a unit changes. It's a constant change, and you never see it until you step away from it. Yeah. Uh, well, it's uh, it's been a pleasure talking to you today, sir. Uh, salute to you uh, for your wonderful years of of, of 
thankless service. I just want to thank you for it on behalf of the state of Mississippi and all Americans. You you make us proud. Uh, you are the best of the best, and I wish you all the luck and all the health in your retirement, sir. Well, thank you very much. It's good to be on talk radio. Appreciate this is it. It's just pretty cool, right? Here. Thank you. We enjoyed having <laughs> you. That's Command Sergeant Mary, uh, Major Gary Graham, 43 years of service. We'll be right back on Midday Sound. national blood shortage, Mississippi Blood Services is in critical need of donations to refill our supply. Summer travel is ahead and the need continues. Please help Mississippi Blood Services recover their supply of much-needed blood as we move into the summer months. Visit msblood.com or call 601-368-2673 to find a location near you to donate blood today. That's msblood.com. Two Mississippi museums, the Museum of Mississippi History and the Mississippi Civil Rights Museum invites you to our Veterans Day ceremony. Wednesday, November the 10th at 10.30 a.m. to honor Mississippians who serve and who have served the United States Armed Forces. The program will take place on the Energy Mississippi Plaza located on North Street with free covered parking on North Jefferson Street. Join the two Mississippi museums, Museum of Mississippi History and the Mississippi Civil Rights Museum as we honor our veterans. I'm Lauren McGraw with Gotta Go. I'm here to help you with your construction site. We have many different options such as portable toilets, handicap units, hand washers, eye washers, and also roll-off dumpsters. When you gotta go, please call Gotta Go, 601-879-3969. Catch Madison Central Jaguar football right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3 each Friday night during the season. Brought to you in part by Halsey Insurance, HalseyInsurance.com. You already know that Madison Cellars is Madison's favorite place to buy wine and spirits since 1988. On Highway 51 in the Madison Station Shopping Center, Madison Cellars has a hometown feel with a big city selection. Do you have a question about which wine to serve with a certain dish? Call 601-856-0931 and let their knowledgeable staff help you find the perfect match. Find out more at madisoncellars.net or stop by today. Madison Cellars on Highway 51 in the Madison Station Shopping Center. In the metro area, the houses talk. Hey, Jan, how's it going today? Hey, Barney. You're not sold yet? No, my shutters need replacing, my floors need unbuckling, my boudoirs need updating. Well, my person called Will White with the price, and Will White said the price was right. No updating, no nothing. I'm sold as of tomorrow. Call Will White. He buys houses. 601-401-4323. 601-401-4323. Or online at homebuyersms.com. Ugh, I've got to get that fixed. Uneven driveways causing headaches? Helms Polyfoam will fix it without tearing up your driveway in the process. We inject polyfoam under settled concrete to stabilize it in a matter of minutes, not days. Polyfoam is used on runways, railways, and highways, so there is no question it will support your driveway. We also repair seawalls, sidewalks, pond dams, retaining walls, and unstable soil. Visit HelmsPolyfoam.com or call Helms Polyfoam at 601-966-7821. 
This is baseball player and fellow Mississippian, Jake Mangum. There are a lot of reasons to be proud of my home state. Mississippi State baseball is one of the reasons, and Mississippi Farm Bureau Insurance is another. The dedicated team at Farm Bureau works hard to give me and the rest of their customers the best service possible. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance. Or find a local agent at msfbins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. The University of Mississippi School of Business is hosting its 20th annual Banking and Finance Symposium on November 12th at the Oxford Convention Center. Keynote speakers are Scott Anderson of Stiefel, KBW, Rebecca Romero-Rainey of ICBA, and Jill Castilla of Citizens Bank. A first-ever Women in Banking Breakfast will be held at 8 a.m. The symposium is open to all banking and finance professionals and banking students. Panels will discuss fintech and mergers and acquisitions. To register, go online at our alumni page or email Dr. Ken Syrie to get info. Arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Welcome, welcome to our show on Super Talk Mississippi. Okay, now you have a good one. We are back on Midday Super Talk Mississippi. Gerard is down at the Mississippi Armed Forces Museum at Camp Shelby. Joining us now, Jeremy Hirsch, the owner-founder of Spartan Mosquito. Jeremy, thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me. All right, so it's my understanding that you're on the board here at yes, the sir. museum. Is that right? Yes, sir. Yeah. Uh, this place is incredible, isn't it? It's absolutely amazing. You know, what, what Tommy has done and the rest of the board looking at the museum, it's just it's really high caliber. I mean, it's it's the equivalent of the the New Orleans, you know, World War II. Absolutely. Except it's it's right here in Hattiesburg. It's just it's absolutely amazing. Do you have a connection to the military? You have any military service? I served. Um, wow, it seems like forever ago. Um, I served for four years. It was active duty for Special Forces Group, and then uh, I kind of did some private contract work for different government agencies for a whole bunch of years. And um, if I could, I'd. I'd be doing that again right now. Best yeah. job I ever had. You wow. Know? Yeah. In uh, the festivities this week, the retirees for, from the Guard and then the 65th Infantry Division reunion, Veterans Day, a lot of stuff going on with respect to uh, honoring our military and our veterans. It, it's pretty amazing. You know, I think I think they've, they've really brought in the events to match what the museum is and yeah. what it has to offer. And I think, you know, Hattiesburg really needs to know this is this is a gem and it's, Big it's time. right here. I mean, the was talking with Tommy earlier, and he said there were even folks from the World War II Museum down in New Orleans saying, hey, can we come up, you know, to your event? We'd really like you to be, um, we'd like to be able to see active, you know, folks from World War II. Yeah. They don't even come to our museum anymore. So, you know, it just kind of puts in perspective the caliber of, of, of what they've got going on here. All right, so you uh, you kind of turned into uniform and entered the private sector, and and you were the owner founder of Spartan Mosquito. Tell us about that. It's kind of a mistake. I mean, when I got out, you know, when you're in the service, I don't I don't think folks really know how much you do. Um, once you get out, you know, we know someone was just Sergeant Major was just talking about retiring. He's going to be bored. Um, <laughs> you get so used to doing so much. So when I finished up. 
and came back, I kind of just dibble-dabbled in a bunch of stuff. And um, the pesticide company was kind of a mistake, you know. But one of the things that we do do is we do try to support the military as much as we can. Yeah. Um, I think even right now there are, I think, roughly 170,000 uh, U.S. troops deployed worldwide. And that's not something that the public really thinks about often. I know all the service members do, but, you know, we're sitting here. We get to enjoy veterans day here in america we get to enjoy thanksgiving here in america the holidays everything else and and we all know what we've been through with covid you can imagine the stress on the military families you know deployed throughout the world so um the company has kind of just given us the capacity and and the ability to reach more people kind of with that message of you know remembering those folks and doing everything we can for the military because without them you know we wouldn't really have anything yeah you got you got customers all over the world, right? We're growing. Yeah, um, um, we have a hard time with our growth. Uh, I think uh, we had one twelve month period where we had thirty three thousand percent growth, uh, which is a little tough to manage. Uh, you can imagine. Um, uh, we do the best we can, you know, with what we have, and, and we're kind of at max capacity every year, every month. Um, usually, this time of year. Everybody's kind of in hunting stands, doing what we love the most. Um, this time we're we're working because business has picked up even yeah. more. So yeah. uh, it's it's certainly been enjoyable. So that's good. So thirty three thousand percent. I can't even comprehend that. And you said this all started by accident. What do you mean by that? Um, at the time, I was in the restaurant industry, okay. and my wife was pregnant with our third child, and our second child was. I don't know, two, three months old. They're only 13 months apart. And the, the youngest child started, or the, the middle child started getting bit by mosquitoes. We were on the back porch. And she pulled out the bottle of, you know, off and was like, hey. Yeah. And I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> but there's really nothing else you can right. do. So I just started dabbling in different ways to do it without without spraying my kid down. And, and we figured out a way. And a couple of years later, somebody said, you know, you... You might want to try to sell that stuff. Um, so it's just kind of by accident, and it's kind of still how it goes. I mean, next month will be an accident. Next year will be an accident. Yeah. You know, none of us know what we're doing, but, sure. but we're having fun with it. How can someone buy it? Um, I don't know. Uh, we're in we're in ten to 15,000 stores across oh, okay. the country. I think there are folks that sell it on Amazon. There's our website. There's mom and pops. There's big box places like Lowe's, Home Depot. I mean, we're, gotcha. we're pretty much everywhere. Jeremy, thanks so much for coming on. Fascinating story, and uh, thanks for being part of the board here at the Armed Forces Museum. It's uh, incredible. I appreciate you having me. You got it. That's a wrap here on Middays. We're coming at you live from the Mississippi Armed Forces Museum. It is always uh, an honor and a pleasure to be here. Folks, uh, God bless our veterans. Thank them. Thank the members of our military. And don't forget, Veterans Day is coming up this coming Thursday. We'll be back in the studio tomorrow with Rhino and I. Until then, stay safe. God bless. Courtesy of the red, white, and blue. Talk Mississippi Media Production.